Folks, the 10K Invitational is making its third annual return. We host a golf tournament every year, and this year it's going to be the best one yet. And if you want to know why, it's because we booked it on a Friday. You're hearing that right, a scramble, drinking with your buddies, drinking with your friends, your family, doing it for charity, playing golf, Friday afternoon, 1 p.m. in the middle of the summer doesn't get any better than that. So July 28th at the Hastings Golf Club, join us for the third annual 10K Invitational Charity Golf Scramble, folks. Jason and Carly Zucker are going to be there. We're all going to be there. We have a ton of sponsors coming out doing some awesome things. We have, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nick Kiefer coming back, who is a long drive contest participant. He hits the ball like 450 yards. You can pay a little extra to have him hit your ball on a par five. And it all goes to Give 16, which is a awesome charity. Jason and Carly Zucker's Give 16 Foundation uh, helps support programming at the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital and their really cool Zucker Suite and Broadcast Studio. It's a really awesome cause. So go to our website, 10ktakesmn.com. Go to the Events tab. Click the 10K Invitational. And if you own a business or an organization that wants to support it, you can click the link embedded on that page. But make sure to sign up your team. We're already halfway full after only a couple weeks, and the tournament is filling up fast. So once again, 10ktakesmn.com events tab. You can either donate to Give16 through that, sponsor your organization or business to support Give16, or just sign up a team. But we'll see you Friday, July 28th in Hastings. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by a recurring guest. He's the producer of 9 to Noon. Big Vikings guy, helps host the fan line, does Saturdays with Meat Sauce on KFan. It's Nordo. Good friend of the show. We're also going to go through our bits of the week as always and end by drafting the guys that you'd want on your side during a fight. Guys or gals that you'd want on your side during a fight. So all that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. First name greatest. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Bossman, joined by producer Cam, journalist Jake, and Wags. And uh, some very bad news, I did not deliver my loons update last week. You guys were supposed to hold me to it. I thought you did. No, I didn't. He did, I think, two weeks ago, right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we were talking about God knows what last week, and yeah. then we just jumped into bit of the week. Mm. We were talking about you spraying red puke at a high school party. I don't know how we got there. And then I was like, well, this is weird. Let's go to bit of the week. Jesus. Completely mm. skipped the loons update. So and, me, our, and our audience, well, you know, they really want Oh, they're that. pissed, yeah. dude. Our rating is down to one star thanks to you guys. You were supposed to hold me accountable. I told you we, you got to hold me to it. But we said at the beginning... Uh, when you started the loons updates that we said we'll probably even forget to hold you accountable. That's how irrelevant the loons are. But the problem is, though, it was on the sheet. And last week, if you guys don't remember, we were like the sheet reigns supreme. Cam had to read that Jake was sucking him off to relieve your tension. Yeah, that's where all the focus went. So to. the loons update is on the sheet. So the sheet still reigns supreme. But yeah. let me give you my loons update. Let's and uh, this was t- I know this happened last week. So you're going to be like old news, bro. Uh, Lionel Messi now plays for an MLS team. So along with the rest of the MLS, the loons are fucked. He's the goat. That sounds about right. Everyone, everyone's fucked. It's like the 20, 20, mid 2010s era of the super teams in the NBA, like Golden State. 
Yeah. That's what Miami is going to be like now. Well, Jake, let's do a trivia question really quick. Name one person in the loons. Go. Boxall. <laughs> is that right? I don't yeah. even know. Okay. Yeah, loons. Boxall. He's, uh, he's been on the team like... Yeah, I, I, I forgot his first name. But I just know it's Vauxhall. I would not have been able to get one. No, I can't die. <laughs> Don't they have like an Alonzo? It's usually a pretty good. I named one two guess. weeks ago. Alonzo's first name. There we go. Yeah. Um, shit, boys. Yeah, well, uh, Alonzo. <laughs> we'll get where, to... where can you watch it on TV? Is it on FSN? That's, it just strikes me as something that's on the CW. Uh, ESPN <laughs> Plus. I thought it used to. They used to. Have, they used to broadcast them on Belly Sports. Uh, Apple TV might have them, right? For yeah. sure. Yeah. Apple TV definitely has like every soccer game ever, from what I've seen, and they have. Baseball now? I, I thought they yeah. I thought they broadcasted on Bally Sports at least when the Loons first became an MLS team. That would make sense because other than the Twins, Bally's not bro- uh, the, but, they're bro- they're broadcasting the Twins the and the Lynx. I don't know what else bro- Bally's broadcasting. Do you ever night. see them advertising Loons games? I don't. No, not anymore. I think no. they lost. Maybe they don't um, broadcast. Let anymore. me look. So no I'm, ratings. I will. It was while well, you were looking it up. I did see a Loons billboard I was driving yesterday, and it said, like, coming up, like, whatever, MNUFC versus this team that has the best initials ever, FCK. I'm like, MN, <laughs> I'm like MN United's playing against fuck? Mm-hmm. Cool. Like, who is that? Yeah. FCKDC. That's a FC Copenhagen? What? Is that what that is? Yeah, FCK. I search FCK, and that's what pops up, FC Copenhagen. I think, I, like, is it, like, a oh, friendly? That's why, yeah. It's like... They're not even MLS, okay. So from what I see, to watch like MLS, you need an Apple TV subscription. I think it's exclusively on Apple okay. TV. Now, that's that's that there's probably there's hard. probably some nationally broadcasted games on like ESPN two every now yeah. and then. But yeah, that's kind of tough. But it, but if you're a Ted Lasso fan yeah. and a fan of Richmond FC like Jake over here, mm-hmm. then uh, then it's a two birds stoned at once, as Ricky from Trailer Park Boys would mm-hmm. say it. Yeah, I think they're just trying to capture all the Ted Lasso fans. That makes sense. It's a smart strategy, but again, putting putting your whole entire league behind a paywall is never a good move. I hated it when the UFC did it, and yeah, it's like that, there's a reason. did it too. You're right, and there's a reason we're not watching MLS games because you have to pay to watch it unless it's the biggest games around, right? The yeah. MLS, like, I feel like it was. They're trying to make it so relevant now, and it might be against like amongst like soccer fans, but I feel like it hasn't been re- relevant since like Landon Donovan and Do- uh, David Beckham. Well, it's like kind of funny. Only... It's it's kind of funny how much United States is like trying to adopt European sports. Like Formula One, a lot of like hardcore F one fans hate the U S. races because they're like they're just doing it for money and blah blah blah. And you know they bring in all these celebrities. They don't care about the sport. And that might be true because if you if you look at MLS too, it's like we're trying to like copy these Premier League type environments where there's flags and nonstop cheering, mm-hmm. and that's the only sport we have that does that. Like, we don't do that at football games, baseball games. You know, we really only do that at soccer games, and it's because they did it over there. Yeah. And also in soccer, you have, like, I feel like a lot more time to coordinate chants and get everything's rolling. When you're, like, watching an NFL game, like, you don't really, unless, like, you're on defense, like, you only have time for one chant, really. The skull you know? chant is about as easy yeah. as it gets. And that's literally from a soccer team. Right. Yeah, yes, so, it is. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 we're incorporating. And, and but... fuck the Carolina Hurricanes, by the way. Because they, they have, like, oh, a variation yeah. of it. Yeah, but they then the whenever you call them out, they're like, you guys fucking stole it from another team. It's like, we asked. There's yeah, a whole, there's yeah, a whole yeah, thing you going sto- on here. You stole it from a 
from a team who stole it from the original people, yeah, which yeah. makes you twice as worse. But you're Look in South that. Carolina, we're, or wherever you are. You're in Car- the Carolinas. We're in Minnesota, Norwegian-based, a Norwegian. has a lot of Norwegians here, and the chant comes from the Nordic. Or yep, a Nordic Scandinavian countries. Yeah. And we're very Nordic-based in the state, so it at least makes more sense to have it here. And skulls of Vikings word. It just all makes so much sense. I'm pretty sense. sure the winner of the chant is whoever's killed more people. I think Vikings have killed much more people than Hurricanes uh... have. No, I, thinks, yeah, oh, I, I, mean, guess. I guess. Do you know how long close, they were around? True. That's just closer than what you They're, might think. Though. I mean, Vikings, their whole entire existence was to go to village to you know, village. I'm, yeah, like, I'm both village are very, both are very horrible <laughs> yes. things. Have the Vikings or Hurricanes killed more people? The Carol, do you guys ever watch that show back in the day? Uh, what was it? Uh, Most Dangerous Warrior or Deadliest something? Deadliest Warrior. Deadliest oh, yeah. Warrior. Never mind. Yep. It was like, those were the best. It was like, who would win in, in a fight? A five samurai CIA or like a cowboy. five CIA. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah they would simulate fights based yeah. on the weapons. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, that, that show was actually sick. I would yeah. Love, I would love to bet on that. I know. <laughs> Not knowing the outcome. That's a, that's a big go back and rewatch. Yeah. Dude, be, speaking, of, speaking of betting on crazy shit, when I was, uh, I was at... Cheese Days in Clayton, Wisconsin this week. Cheese my, Days. Oh, my buddy Bob lives. They have a lawnmower pull contest. I, yes. I posted on the 10K socials, and I was like, fuck, man. The next time I come back to this, we're going to do research on all these people entering it, and we're going to like bet on my, us. Mm. My dad did uh, lawnmower derby once. Really? They have lawnmower like, derbies. It's the best. Is that people like, literally crash you're into crashing each into each other? Yeah, lawnmowers? Lawnmowers? literally like build a build a lawnmower. Do you, you, gotta, a, you build a cage? Yeah. yeah, you build a cage and you fucking like, that hit sounds people. I would just have a walking lawnmower. Dude, well, some of these hard. some of these lawnmowers in the lawnmower pole looked like semi trucks mm-hmm. for kids. That's like sick. it was it was and they were loud as fuck. And, and I'm the, like, can you imagine cutting the grass with this? This is kind of unrelated, but they also do um I wish they did this when I was a kid because it would have been the best. They do power wheel derbies. Like for kids, like, really? You know, like the power wheels? Yeah, yeah. It's so sick. they put engines in those things? No, they like they just no- use the normal battery. Some people will put like turbo, high, t- higher battery. Put a them, fucking battery nah, for like a you're gonna formula, win this one Formula today, One son. car in there. Yeah. But That'd no, it's, it's sick. Anyway, I have the uh, unofficial statistics from the d- the deaths. Oh, uh, hurricanes! We average about fifty people a year, except twenty nineteen. That was a good year. Oh, um, I would say around anywhere from fifty to fifty five a year. Um, Nearly 50 million people died in the Viking That's era. what I'm telling you about, dude. And it <laughs> nice. was it was a long time, too. That's a lot of people. So we deserved that, that with the school chant. That was back in the day when, like, there was nothing else to do but just go find other people to kill. Yep. Because, and, like, you just take their land, and it's like, okay, well, now we're bored again. Let's go find somewhere Genocide, else to yeah. take. Yeah, it's, t- it was, it's like, I'm bored with this land. I've always been fascinated with the idea of, like, Vikings. It's probably because I'm such a big fan. But, like, I just thought they looked cool, and they're, like, badass, but... Not the best people. Oh, no, horrible. not at all. <laughs> They're horrible not. But if people. you if you look at the timeline, like uh, everyone else is doing really similar things right. to them. Or if you got in a fight with like your you know the, your neighboring village, the uh, norm at the time was to slaughter all the men and to enslave all the women and children. Every single place did it. But don't get me wrong, the Vikings did take it to the next level because they had a complete warrior society, right? Right. Mm. But that was yeah, like that was normal for a lot of civilizations. That was back just, then. just that like, was just when humans weren't as smart. They're yeah. just built different. You, you got to so. watch Vikings on Netflix. I was by just the way. about it's to so ask. Good. Is it good? It is really. Good, is it yes. very gory? Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember because it's been about six months since I've seen it. Um, yeah, I think it's a little gory, yeah, but they show, yeah, the lots of hand to hand fighting and better, stuff like that. Better or worse, this might be a hot take. Better or worse than Game of Thrones? 
Oh, it has to it's, be it's, worse, right? Well, it's because it's based on real history. But yeah. see, I, I like that a lot more because you're actually watching what really happened. You know, obviously they're dramatizing a few of it, but um, I, I prefer real history than the fake shit. I've never actually watched Game well, of Thrones. Well, in Game of Thrones, so. it's just meant to mind fuck you. Wait, yeah, Game see, of Thrones no, isn't real? Unfortunately, it's not. And Vikings, oh. they don't have tits like Game of Thrones has. Like They average, like, what, 6.5 nipples an episode yeah, in Game nine. of Thrones? Something like that. Nine. sucks. <laughs> It's just, a, just a big porn guy statistic. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Who, no way. My brother told me that. I can't remember who told me that stat, but I'm like... I saw a graphic about it. Oh, so there was a graphic. It's like, yes. okay, who sat there and counted that? I was going to say, is your brother a porn yeah. guy? No, he he must have saw the graphic. Yeah, no, I saw the graphic as well. Yeah, it was just on... We need to find out who made the graphic. Mm. It was like the last season it was going on. It was like floating around Twitter or That's something. the final boss porn guy. <laughs> yeah. The one who makes the graphic and counts the nipples in yeah. all eight mm. seasons of that show. You know what, that show, um, they give air time to both things. You see quite a few penises as well. Yep, mm. especially the one that gets cut off. No spoilers, though. <laughs> what? Realistic. Watch so, it, Cam. Yeah, let Cam, us know you when must, you get to that You episode. must want to see it now. No. Um, all right. Yes, you do. Let's, uh, let's go into the bit of the week. Uh, you guys were raving about how good this bit was before the show, so we'll give it to Jake first. What do you got? Um, so I have the Redbox guy <laughs> bit. So firstly, I don't know who still uses Redbox. I don't know why they exist still. We have streaming services. We have even Redbox on our fire sticks and smart TVs. Well, we went to the holiday near our place in Plymouth and see this guy pull up in some shitty car and we're about to leave and he goes up to the red box. Like he's not going to the gas station to buy tobacco or cigarettes, which I thought he looked like he was going to do based on his looks. He goes up to the red box and I say, is this guy using red box right now? Is this guy really using red box? This guy was up there picking movies from red box. Physical DVD copies from a Redbox, where it even has signs all over the Redbox. You can stream Redbox on your smart TV, Fire Stick, and Roku. Who the fuck uses Redbox still? We, we might have hyped it up a little bit, but it, it was like one of those you had to be there moments. But at the time, I, I, well, I'm about to leave, and I see this guy get out of his car, go right up to the Redbox, selecting to get a physical copy of a DVD. <laughs> I'm like, is this guy using Redbox? How old was this person? They were probably, what, maybe in their 20s? What? Yeah. Oh, they were yeah. young. Yeah, young. younger. I, I thought see... of it an old guy. No, yeah. it was not, if it was an old guy, it would make total perfect yeah. sense. That's why it threw me off. He looked like a <laughs> he looked like a stoner dude, maybe in his late 20s, but looks like he would be a guy to go to a gas station and pick up, you know, tobacco. It was just funny. Or nicotine. I was just out of it and then out of nowhere. Jake's like, is this guy ordering a fucking we're red both box? Jake, Jake, maybe it's because what? the guy already spent so much money on cigarettes and chew because it's so expensive in Minnesota that he couldn't afford the seven ninety nine a month streaming fee. So he just rather would watch the, the movie for a dollar. There's but, literally illegal websites. Allegedly. Yeah. But there, like, there's allegedly this thing called One Two Three Movies that my friend told me about. But like, you I can haven't go, used it though. But allegedly, you, but, but you can go on Redbox on your apps on your phone or TVs but, and price so just it, as much. Is it the same thing though? Like, if you let's say you were going to stream it via your phone, do you just pay per movie you're watching, or is it Probably. a higher fee? I don't know how it works. Either way, I don't know why you would drive just to a random holiday to, to pick out a physical copy to go back home. This guy didn't go into the gas station. See, he walked in and walked back to his car and left. Redbox is one of those what? things that I forgot existed, and it just kind of blends in with gas stations, mm-hmm. and I I would never, th- until I see someone yeah, using it. exactly. And then you're like, oh, shit. That that's thing, a Redbox, and that, like someone's using it? That thing still exists, and people still use it. I totally forgot. I thought that was just part of the design of every gas station. I can't believe it's still a thing. Well, well what if he was getting, they, they have video games. 
games? What if he was getting a video game to play? I just that doesn't. Yeah, you can s- rent video games. That's I just actually, that still doesn't make sense. That's actually a good point. It's more valid, but, but it's just still weird to me. I feel like there's I don't know. It's just very odd to me that we live in an era where like 10, 15 years ago when red boxes were a thing, I remember using them like with my parents, like, Oh, this is super cool before Netflix was a thing, but then Netflix became a thing and like just even renting stuff digitally. And it doesn't make sense to me. I rent movies on YouTube all the time for like $3. Yeah, exactly. An old movie I want to watch and I can't find it on any of the, 19 streaming services yeah and if you that, alleg- for it. that alleged thing called bomba tv that we allegedly have doesn't have it then mm-hmm. uh yeah then i use like youtube and just rent it for three bucks i just think it goes hand in hand with porn guys i don't know if someone <laughs> uses Redbox. i mean he looked like he could have been a porn well guy. yeah i think the only explanation of where it would be normal is if this guy wanted to buy a video game for 60 bucks but wasn't sure saw mixed reviews and wanted to do a little test run for three that's actually really smart because i bought video games that i absolutely hate the first time i put it in mm-hmm. waste of 60 dollars. yeah i mean that makes more sense it just still was a weird and especially the considering scenario. the age as well right it's someone in their 20s i just feel like if anyone in their 20s knows how to work a phone and would rather do that than go yeah. to it and actually order a movie or this yeah. guy literally just has like an old tv and a fucking yeah, he, he could have. He's like, no, or he's just one of those adamant people. Like, I'm a, I'm a person. Like, I don't mind DVDs or like, you know, like I still have like DVDs that my parents or my parents still have DVDs and shit. Like the the special editions of Lord of the Rings and stuff. It's cool, but like, I would never go if I want to rent a movie. I'm not going to go get a physical copy of it in any in any capacity. Risk losing it and just drive back to return it. What if he's like all of his friends have iPhones, but he's just an Android guy, and he's only or gonna he's use a flip the phone guy yep. still. He's yeah. a flip phone guy. We're talking about rare scenarios. I'm thinking I, though, people like that. I'm thinking though, Redbox still has a bit of a niche in the market. They should just put all their machines in cabin towns where people don't yeah, have Wi-Fi. Yeah, or that would make more sense. Remote areas, where because like my buddy, his cabin is way up north in Wisconsin, and, and he only has a DVD player. So we just watch DVDs right there for the fourth. I I still watch DVDs up north, but as in well. Plymouth, if you're getting DVDs where there's plenty of fiber optics internet and xfinity and all these providers yeah i don't know why you're why you're crushing dvds it was just, it was just very strange because i i've never i've seen them still i've ne- i didn't realize till then that we still have red boxes around until i saw them using them. i'm like oh shit it, i've come to think about it that there are still a bunch of red boxes sitting outside gas stations and it was just beyond that's the first time i've seen someone use a red yeah. box personally since maybe the last time I used one with my parents, like ten plus years ago, it's just it's it was very it was a strange looking thing to see. You know, if I saw an alien in that, I mean, I would be like, these are both very strange. Yeah, very strange instances. This guy, a red box guy, I, I don't know. People got to. I hope some of maybe our listeners can give us some input on this if they still use red box because that doesn't make any sense to me. You're comparing someone to you who's using red box to seeing a UFO in the wild. Those are not the same. Uh, an alien. Oh, UFOs sorry, exist. sorry. That's insane. Um, but still, it, that's just it, it's still very weird to me. I just I was just I was thrown back at it. Actually, it was just very weird, very weird thing to see. All Witness. right, Wags, what do you got? I got the worst pickup line ever, bit, and uh, this goes back to last Friday. JJ Uh-oh. and I, we we had a twosome of golf. We played, and um, for us, we played really, really well. I, he had his best of the year in '92. At the time, it was his best of the year. I had a '94. And um, at the bar, Jake was feeling himself. I mean, he almost hit a hole in one. He hit the pin and stuff like that. Oh so, yeah, so I forgot was, about that. He was he was feeling really good. and He was kind of stoked, and he just he just looked at me. He's like, "Dude, I think I'm gonna walk up to those girls over there, and I'm just gonna lead off with." I shot a 92 today. And I was That's, like, they're not going to know what that they means. They won't know what it means. <laughs> or or if, they, if they they're do? good golfers, they're, they're going like, to be like, That's not a good score. Yeah. So either way, it doesn't help me. But you were so adamant. You just kept saying, No, no, it's going to work. 
It's see, they're going to ask what it is, and then I'm going to hit them with it. And I was like, no, then you're going to tell them that you're not a good golfer? I just didn't understand the ending of it. Yeah, I don't understand. Did you ever myself. end up doing it? No. no. Oh, that's probably for the best. <laughs> it was, it was, it was it, yeah, it was for the best. I think we saw a bunch of other cavemen walking around him, so I'm like, I'm good. Oh. I'm going to I'm gonna drink my, my beer and, and you know, put a, put a ball marker next to my beer, and we're good to go. Yeah. Yep. But uh, that's not the that's not the only worst pickup line I've I've done. I've been known to. Oh yeah, you've been shit. known to say really. What dumb else? Shit. What else you got in the chamber? Yeah, uh, let's hear one. Uh, you look really. You look, you look super grunge. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've seen you use that yeah, one. That was really before grunge. I even knew what grunge meant. Yeah. I heard you say you that. And I'm like, that's got to be. A, that sounds like an insult. Yeah. You had a pretty good one though once, didn't you? It was like. Uh, now that oh I'm here, what are your other two wishes? Oh yeah, like that. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Someone, some girl was like, "Oh my gosh, that was really good." I, like, uh, I liked it in, cheesy. Uh, in Vegas when you went up to those girls from the convention. You're like, "Hey, girls, you from the convention too?" And you just started sitting down at the table and talking with. Yeah, them. I'm like, no, I, I, I'm with the convention. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, networking. Jake, do you remember which pickup line in Vegas you used on the hooker? I didn't use anything. <laughs> no, because she her. sat right next to us. So oh. yeah. I just went up to her. I was just ordering a drink, and then I think I just said, uh, uh. Do you own any digital real estate? Or what? Which I have also used on women. What? I go up. To, it, 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 see, a lot of these guys go up to him. Hey, you have a pretty smile. Blah, blah, blah. This bullshit that girls can see right through. I go up and hit them with the hard hitting important oh, yeah. questions. Ask them if they have been estate? scammed by yeah. NFTs. Yes. Yeah, you, you really got her. She she just didn't want to drain your bank account. Yep. Anything. There's a there's a good one on TikTok that I'm gonna try out where you go up to like a girl and you tap her on the shoulder and you say, Hey, that guy over there thinks you're really cute, and then you run over there and stare at her. <laughs> That's funny. Like that'll totally throw get, anybody off. I could see Nathan Fielder doing yeah. that. <laughs> yes. Or like uh or like uh, I think you should leave. That's yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's that kind of but yeah. That's like so much more creative than just like, oh, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Oh. Yeah. Do you guys remember? Because your face uh, is fucked up. Yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> I do that and they'll just walk away. Do you guys remember the old Tinder pickup lines that people would use all the time? Oh. I mean, like, like people just spam the same thing. I remember this one kid was, are you from Ireland? Because whenever I see you, my penis is Dublin. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a, there's a bunch what? of good ones. Yeah. Uh, are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I yeah, see. Yeah, that's saw, a classic. I saw one on Twitter. It was like, if I were a watermelon, would you spit or swallow my seed? Oh, <laughs> oh God. There's some really crazy ones. <laughs> see, oh, you can shit. say that on Tinder because you're never going to meet them. But Right. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be careful or, in a or, bar. or because he used someone else's picture. Exactly. CGI. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, these deep fakes, man. They're getting too crazy. They are. Uh, Cam, what's your bet? My bet. Um, you got to read the sheet, though. Not the one that is on there. <laughs> yes, it is. Nope. Cam, you got to read, read it. The sheet. Got to read it. From Zane. Whoa, it's a script. Whoa, whoa. It's, it says this is Cam's bit. I, I feel like I'm being set up to fail. Uh, it's because you're not <laughs> filling out the sheet, though. So then we well, have to fill I, it in for you. I do it when I get here. <laughs> fill it in. <laughs> oh. uh, Zane, what? for my bit, put the smelly bit. Uh, I'm wondering to our audience, have you ever put your finger in, in your ass and then smelled it? Just, I don't recommend it, especially if it's Jake's ass. No, um, that's not what the sheet says. Yeah, no, it's especially. Delete it, no. <laughs> no, the, she, uh, the sheet that I'm reading says, unless it's Jake's ass. Oh. So I think you screwed that part off. I hate you guys. Jake's uh, ass. Fill out the sheet. My actual... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have this issue if you filled out the Jack, fucking sheet. I don't have endless amounts of free time at work like you. Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, you shots. have like 100 lunch breaks. That's just Cameron. not true. You, you, you You're text. on Twitter fighting with people all day about the twins. I said one thing <laughs> on my 30-minute lunch break. Okay, one congrats. Thing. Well, you should you should have filled it in then so you didn't have to worry about us filling something in. I'm leaving this podcast. Oh, you're not Cam, you, ju- you, just, you just insulted my workload. I work very hard every day to build this fucking company. I'm fucking with you. 
Nope. 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 No, I'm insulted. We're done. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm, it's we're, over. we're folding. That's it. <laughs> All, right, re- All right. So what's your actual My done? actual bit is the vacation boat mode bit. Boat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to let him do his bit. Fucking oh. Christ. Uh, I'm going on vacation this weekend, and I've been absolutely worthless at work. And maybe I should spend that time to fill out the sheet yeah. next time yeah. instead of scrolling through Twitter because I'm horrible. But I thought I, you didn't have endless amounts of time. Yeah, I don't. Cam, it'd be better for you to just get off Twitter for a little bit. I don't. <laughs> I don't provide anything to this company, and I'm a piece of shit. I understand. I'm a piece of shit. You used to be a piece of shit. You used to be a piece. Of I used shit. to be a piece of shit. Yeah, sloppy steaks. That's <laughs> an inside it? joke. I've seen it. the show. I sloppy steaks at Trafani's. Yeah, it's like back hair, white couch. Live for, Live New, for Year's. New Year's Eve. God, we, we've <laughs> I've lost turned, anyone listening. I know. I know. I'm worried that the people can't change. Jack, I didn't mean to offend you. I'll rub your feet No, later. no, you're good. You're good. Rub something All right, else. so what, what's your bet? That was the vacation mode bet. I'm going to Chicago this weekend, and I don't want to be at work. So you just fuck off. Kind yeah, of like, I just uh, want to leave. No, that's like us on the week before Vegas. We're probably all the worst employees around. Yeah, like the two days before Vegas. Oh, I have yeah. an absolutely electric weekend planned, and I just want to think about nothing else besides that no. i don't care about your oil change i'm sorry <laughs> work i didn't say that sorry your oil change Dude. oil <laughs> change I'm just, uh no i feel that even just in like the summer in minnesota like when we don't even have a vacation like i if we have like golf planned even like on friday like i'll be like thinking about like that sometimes like i just don't even want to be at work right now it's sunny outside like i want it to be friday so we can mm-hmm. be outside doing this or doing that or you know you're gonna be on the lake on saturday even if you're not going more than 20 minutes away from your fucking house you're still thinking of that like yeah, yeah five five days in between summer weekends is brutal it, it's bad some winter weekends is like ah whatever well it's cold as fuck so who cares yeah, what know? else am i gonna do anyway yeah, so yeah. am i gonna go snowshoe across a lake this weekend probably right. not no right no, but no, we're, yeah, so when you actually have a vacation in the summer, like you're going to have, it's probably even worse. Yeah. Especially because I get to see two new baseball stadiums. They, that, I feel like you're more, more of a hard on for that than seeing Morgan Wallen. Well, Morgan, that's part of it though, because Morgan Wallen's at Wrigley Field. Oh yeah. That's so gonna to, to, you're, you're literally going to have a heart attack and die. I'm at Wrigley Field with Morgan Wallen. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to collapse. But Cam, Morgan Wallen's going to ruin his voice again, and he's not going to show up. Yep. Uh, he's no. going to go out in the middle of the show, dude. It's Even if he did, though, it would Iron suck. Man. But there's also three other singers there, so we're good. Who's opening? Uh, well, I don't know who's opening, but Weezer. it's... So, <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. It's, so it's Morgan Wallen, Ernest, Parker McCollum, and Bailey Zimmerman. Okay. All four are fantastic. So it'll be fun. And I'm probably going to end up in jail. Yeah. All right. So this is the last Cam episode you'll hear. Yeah. Yep, he's done. You want to be careful in those Chicago jails. We do actually have a... You guys don't know this yet. We have a special guest producer next week. We do. I know. Yeah, he told me already. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Is this one that I'm ex- thinking about? I'd probably name yes. who you're thinking of. Producer Andy? No. no. Oh, <laughs> that former former producer Andy. No. <sighs> I wish Andy could come it's back. Producer and... Josie. Oh, oh Josie. Josie. Yeah. Oh, Josie. Josie's good. She, I, you know yeah. what? If he's listening to this, Josie, you need to have the bit tracker ready. We this is we need. Yes. You, to, you need to present it next week. When I yeah, tell you third segment, next when week. I tell you the reason why I'm not going to be here, I'm going to get ridiculed more than I already have on this episode already. Well, I'm, you got to tell us now. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to. Oh, okay. I have a demolition derby meeting. A meeting. Just a yeah. meeting. I will be up. Like, what is this? And like, where is it's, it at? it's all the people that we run with. We just go to like a bar and like figure out a game plan. 
I don't think you actually. I think figuring out a game plan is just chugging pitchers. Hit no. their hit their cars harder than they. Gotta, hit our all right, cars. now let's get beers. No, there's no. I meant like like where we're gonna build, like cars we're gonna get, shit oh. like that. Do you the have any? To this, they okay? did their jobs. Oh, <laughs> I hate you. What? That's that'd be that'd be fun. I would love to go. to Cameron, that. do you have any uh, derby rivals or not yet? No, no. Okay, I'd love I'd love to see you get a little rivalry with someone. No, Brooks Kepka's v yeah. Deshambo bits. I will also. I will be running locally this year though, Dakota County. Oh, you'll be. That's a great county fair. Pe- people, I'll be there. Dude. People Let's go. should go down there and watch Cameron. Yeah, oh, we all will. That'll yeah. yep. be a lot D- of fun. Dakota County Fair in and August. Then, uh, yeah, August eleventh. Yep. It's a Friday, and then in October I'll be running in Farmington, same place. It's just like it's called like the Minnesota Throwdown. It's like mm. a huge event. What, div- what, what division are you competing in? So. The <laughs> it's true. There's a division. I'm, I'm class. Yeah, it's actually a legit question. Uh, oh wow! Dakota County. Um, this this one's gonna be kind of a gong show. It's called the MWFA class. So it's just like <laughs> yeah, no, I know. MWFA. So it's like most wanted fine arts. They they're like a basically they do like they like paint derby cars, but they're like like we know them. Like they're they're good people. Ultimately, it's like run what you bring class. So like I'm probably gonna be in a minivan, but I'll be going up against like cars and like trucks and shit. Like it's gonna be a gong show. Show up with a monster truck. It's gonna be great. You win. Since this is gonna be like a more local thing because he's always way out of town when he's doing these, we need to like film him like getting ready for it, building oh, yeah. the car, and then actually at the event. You do a documentary, a of, like, yeah, hot rod, a yes. mockumentary for it. You see me shitting myself. My dad will be doing it too, so we can throw him in there. We'll Look have two that, people yeah. out there. Get some uh, GoPros in the cars. Yeah, that'd be a blast. Well, we should do that. Yeah, let's get yes. the film crew on it. Yeah, which is hot rod. Us. I, I, I that would your suck. ramps. That would suck to have like so much hype for it, and then I just like one hit, I'm done. Well, you that'd be funny. But that, yeah, all the build up, and then it's just it's you're just too over. legit. I think, Cam. I think I might have jinxed myself because my new roof sign has all of the Minnesota sports logos on it. I'm like, they never win. You I'm should fucked. take those off immediately. You got to put a 10k logo on the side of the car. Oh, I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna it. I'm gonna hit up someone and I'm gonna try to get like a screen printed like huge ass logo. That'd be that'd be sick. That's that. your home race cam or your home. Derby, you gotta do I'm, that. I'm yeah. glad we're gonna film this off. Finally, people are gonna see all the blood, sweat, and tears that go into derby racing. Yeah, the only thing that our fans know about derbies is the fight that I posted a couple <laughs> yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. What? <laughs> I just, that's, <laughs> all, that's how I think people. Jake, uh, Jake is like those uh, he's on one. Jake, Jake just <laughs> insulted everything you love. No. Anytime I talk, Jake is like, <laughs> "God, what's the word? Like the monikers or whatever?" And rap songs like "Mama." He does shit like that. Yeah. DJ Collins. DJ Collins. Big titty. Uh, <laughs> trees. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing now. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. My bit here. I have the classy father bit. So uh, Philip Gustafson, the Gus Bus, be uh, him and his girlfriend decided to have a child that just popped out uh, the day after Father's Day. So a very classy move by the netminder to have his child the day after Father's Day, because if you have a child on Father's Day and everyone wishes you Father's Day, you didn't happy Father's Day, you didn't really earn that. Exactly. So he's like, you know what? No, I'll do a full year. They were able to somehow hold off the baby until the day after Father's Day. Good. So now the clock starts at one. But next Father's Day, we can wish Philip a very... Full happy Father's Day when he finally earns it. I love yeah. that. Also, he you know he said uh, his wife did his dad a favor. One last day, just about his dad. Next year, it's going to be about Phil. So. Right? Yeah, that's that's you got to love that. And uh, if you think about it, how many babies do you think annually are born the day before Father's Day? And how many people like tell the father of that child? I'm not telling you Happy Father's Day. You don't fucking know yet. <laughs> it's got to happen yeah, to like every uh, dad yeah, out there, yeah, right? It has to. It's a but weird. You, it's a weird scenario. But we have. I I do see it a lot. Well, you. Uh, Amongst the countless sea of, like, you see it on Mother's Day and Father's Day now of uh, people appreciating their fathers and stuff, 
you do see a lot of like young couples, happy future father. Oh yeah, see Stop. that? No, you're not allowed Stop. to be told happy Father's Day if your girlfriend, wife, or whatever is yeah. pregnant. That doesn't count. You're not a father. Like if I'm in that, you've started the process by coming and in, inside of exactly. Her, but you are not a father. Te- biologically, <laughs> you are not a father, not a father yet. as of yet. Like so, I'm future father, but there's not. It's not future Father's Day. Like I plan on having kids someday. So happy future Father's Day to me. Yeah, seriously. We're all I, my. Well, we're all my yeah, gifts. We're, we're all my pictures and appreciation. Yeah posts so bullshit you'll damn scroll, it you'll scroll through like father's day on twitter and you'll have like a lot of wholesome posts but then you'll have like that only fans girl who's like happy father's day daddy and they're posting their man and it's like dude that's not uh, what this day is yeah. made then for. you click on her profile and it says entrepreneur <laughs> then it says thickest 18 year old on twitter <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> my links <laughs> what my link tree to all okay. the different porn sites i'm it's not what an entrepreneur is but okay yeah okay um, related to the Minnesota Wild, I have a honorable mention bit. I have the Wild are underdogs and everything, even in the quote unquote, how fun is there? Would their parade be if they won the Stanley Cup list tier list done by quote unquote, the Brat Pack on Twitter? Uh, he listed the Wild in the Wild were ranked mid but enjoyable tier, which is total horseshit. Like, first off, if you're just listing this by your assumptions of how fun each city is, you have no idea what it's like to be in St. Paul the night of a wild game. Because mm-hmm. they had like the big ones like Philly, New York, list Boston, like the biggest named cities. Yeah. But realistically, St. Paul would be the most crazy because we're deprived of chance championships already in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. We're the state of hockey. Uh, the Wild have won in such heartbreaking fashion every single year. We're very deprived of the Wild, specifically sports, let alone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I said it on Twitter. I think we would accidentally burn down St. Paul. Hundred percent. We they, might. Have, we Minneapolis might catch us stray too. Yeah, I mean, well, Minneapolis pretty much burnt down in two thousand three when the when the Gopher hockey team won the national championship, right? Like, I can't imagine the Minnesota Wild actually winning it. And what this person is not really taken into account is, like you were saying, Minnesota has not won a championship since nineteen ninety one. The Fever is going to be so crazy when they finally do it that, yeah, it's going to be like an atomic bomb was dropped on whatever city we won the championship in. Yeah, I mean, we've said that we've said enough on this show of how crazy it would be. But seriously, like that tier list is just wrong. Yeah. And yeah. it's not Dude, even open to interpretation. He clearly, he clearly we, didn't research every team. He, he just was like, thought oh, about, I don't know no. who Minnesota. I'll throw him mid because I don't know anything. Well, our account, like it quote tweeted the rankings and it said not. Nah, and the, that the Brat Packer, whoever the fuck his name is, he immediately like replied saying, a fucking course. You know, he's just making fun. He just started ripping on Minnesota, right? And all, all we did was disagree with his ranking. And the first thing he did was just try to attack us. And I thought that was absolutely Well, hilarious. he's a Devils fan, so yeah. he's just as upset as oh, us. And he's just wrong. Oh, Wins, uh, they win it. 99, 2000? When did they uh, win? They won it with Carter and Parisi. No, they didn't. No, they did not they, with Parisi. They, did, they didn't win that. They they oh, lost in, in the, the cup, though. Okay. Um, they won I think they went... Well, yeah, because I think they went twice with Parisi, didn't they? They like, won with Billy G, trying, too. Didn't Jason yeah. Arnott score a game-winning goal for them? In and, 2000. Yeah, so they, they won they came back from, like, 3-1 in the series or something, like 2000. It's just... It's an insane take, but though. But still. You gotta, you gotta do more research than just think of the city. They probably were like, oh, everywhere in the Midwest... But Chicago right. doesn't even really exist. So they had a pretty good beginning of the decade, 99 or 2000 they won, and then 2003 they won. Jeez. It's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. If, if you're going to make tier lists, like, don't get defensive when people call you out for being wrong. I know. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're publicly posting that. You should know that this is the internet. You're going to have well, and also, a wide array of it's not like It's not like we're like, you're a fucking idiot. This is wrong. It was just like, nah. And then he nah, was so bro. offended by it. He was probably, getting, he was probably getting a lot of heat from everyone and was yeah. just in a very defensive mood. Which I can understand. You know, everyone's been there. But, but also, though, that's what happens when you when you make graphics of your sports takes. Like, 
our golf course rankings got torn apart. Our jersey oh, rankings yep, got yep. torn apart. Any ranking that anyone does about anything is going to get is torn going apart. to get torn our, apart. Our yeah. tough guy draft will probably get torn apart. 100% probably will. people are going to bitch. <laughs> yeah, are going to bitch. Let them bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, folks, that is it for bit of the week. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with our interview with Nordo. Ladies and gentlemen, you can go to our 10K store and buy all of our latest merch right now. All you got to do is go to 10ktakesmn.com and click on the shop tab right now. We got our 2023 baseball season collection out there, which has plenty of Minnesota Twins 10K themed merch and also just 10K themed merch in general, including the Joey G Revenge Tour, uh, the Corn Fred Farmer shirt. We also got the Minnesota 1991 Champion shirt and the 10K Carlos and Buck T. Heck, I'm even wearing one of the 10K shirts right now that you can buy on the store. Support us today and go to 10ktakesmn.com and go to our shop and go and buy out everything in our store. Look for our Vikings collection coming out this fall. Do you like sports betting and do you like 10K takes and everything that we talk about? Well, tune in every Saturday at 2 p.m. on KFAN or kfan.iheart.com to listen to our sports betting show, 10K Bets. That's at 2 p.m. every Saturday. We give our sports betting takes. We play fun little games surrounded around the world of sports betting, but we don't make it super serious. You know, we have fun with it, but if you want to hear some takes on sports betting, just tune into 10K Bets every Saturday on KFAN at 2 p.m. We'll be uh, live again this Saturday. All right, folks, welcome back to It's a Bit. We're joined by a special recurring guest. He's the producer of 9 to Noon, does all sorts of stuff with KFAN, Vikings fan line. We got Nordo. Nordo, I was going to say, do you, the first question I have for you is, do you miss fan line at this time of the year? Or are you kind of like, I'm, I'm happy I don't have to deal with that negative shit for like every Sunday? Are you kidding me? I, I am begging for a fan line. We might do twins, you know, 19 and 26 fan line tonight. I might drive in just so I can have something to talk about and get fired up about. This is, these are the dog days of summer where we're more worried about, uh, Wi-Fi and internet repeaters and extenders uh, than we are about our favorite football team. So um, I need Vikings fan line in my life. I don't know about you guys. I'm bored talking about uh, where Dalvin's going to go, although we've talked about it on the radio. Super bored with talking about what will they do with Daniil Hunter and what the trade uh, currency will be in return. That sucks. I don't want to talk about getting rid of guys. I want to talk about games that are actually being played and games that count. And since the baseball team is trying to relegate itself right now, I'm begging for fan line. Hell yeah, I miss it. You're yeah. looking forward to hearing the people who think they can be the general manager of the football team. Themselves. I guess that's probably got an entertainment value to yes. it, though, because you do listen to some of those people and you're like, thank God this person is nowhere near the front office. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, Nordo, like, I, I think. Well, don't last, you think yeah. about it once in a while? Yeah. Well, you know, I was going to ask you really quick, like, I know we haven't had you on and, you know, I think since before last season, I mean, what was, was there any ridiculous, what was the most ridiculous person to call in? Was there anything crazy someone said last year during fan line that really sticks in your memory? Well, I, I just, I mean, it's, it's constant. Uh, well, well, we did get a couple of people that were already like, I, I think it was late October, I'm trying to pin it on the game. Oh, it's obvious. It was after the Dallas game. So uh, we uh, we beat the Bills, uh, and that's a we thing, right? Okay, we're rubes. Uh, we're adult children. Yep. <laughs> uh, you beat the Bills, and then you uh, you handle that uh, with uh, with complete poise and maturity as you proceed to get your asses kicked 40-3 uh, to three by the Dallas Cowboys. 
people wanted to fire KOC. They were ready to run out <laughs> yeah, of that crap. <laughs> A, a completely disorganized group. Uh, what the hell are these guys doing? Not ready to play. You know, he needs uh, he needs some uh, more coordinator training before he can handle professionals in the room. Uh, it was that type of malaise. And that's the wave of fan line. And that's what makes it so amazing is uh, we're on cloud nine can beat anybody, even though it took, I mean, the equivalent of a true miracle uh, at the goal line to get it done against Buffalo. But then the very next week, Tony Pollard's out the gate for 68 yards and people are trying to chase Quasey out of the state. So that's how quickly it changes. But yeah, we had people already trying to get uh, the GM and the coach fired uh, after that Dallas game. See, I think you have, uh, you're the, you're the best person for that role, you know, and fan line, because I think it would take a lot of patience that some people don't have to sit and listen to people say over and over again, that they want to fire the coach after just one bad game. Does, does being a father help run fan line? I feel like that has to give you some patience. that will help you out there. Well, being a father helps me produce nine to noon sometimes too. So it is all about, uh, patience, but, uh, no, all good. I'm just kidding. But uh, when it comes to fan line, that kind of stuff amuses me. Be as happy or be as pissed as you want. Uh, that's what's amazing about what we do. Uh, you guys building this platform at 10K. Uh, we all kind of think we're GMs. We all kind of think we're experts. So whether it's via podcast or via fan line or via a silly nine to noon radio show on the fan, uh, get loud, be stupid, yep. just have an opinion. This is not uh this is not a eh universe. Let's let's be on one side of it. Be logical or be insane. Just choose one of those paths and have some fun with it. Because in the end, that guy trying to fire KOC, if they go get a ring at some point, we'll bump into each other during the parade on Hennepin and we'll both be very happy and forget that conversation ever happened. So it's all good. But yeah, patience, changing diapers, all uh, all prerequisites for working at the fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, well, let's talk about the Vikings this upcoming season. Obviously, there's a lot of roster turnover. We lost a lot of veterans on the team. Um, a lot of question marks with the team overall. Where do you see this team? Like, what level do you see them playing at this next year? Obviously, you don't probably see them getting 13 wins again, do you? No, 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 I do not. And that's uh, that's kind of depressing. Uh, speaking of being logical or being insane or don't, you know, be in the middle, they're going to compete for what appears to be a division. And so, so that's all good. The offense has a chance to be better. Uh, Brian Flores does truly need to walk on water. So uh, it's not about getting biblical here. I'm just saying Brian Flores will need to walk on water. He will need to produce things that our eyes have never seen in our lives uh, to be able to make this defense work. From a talent perspective, you know, you can you can try to diminish what we've lost, veteran talent. Uh, in using the word diminishing, diminishing returns on said talent. They don't have what they used to have. We fall in love with these names. Time for them to go. But who the hell are you replacing them with? You're replacing them with a corner and Andrew Booth that's been injured since Pop Warner. A Caleb Evans, sadly, had multiple concussions last year. Yeah. And across the defensive front, you replace Dalvin Tomlinson with Dean Lowry. Marcus Davenport is very much on a prove it. And I think he had a half sack last year, something like that uh, against Kirk Cousins, by the way, in London. I think that's where he registered it. <laughs> of course. Uh, but there's so much unknown. So and and then the schedule, the schedule is built. To, the schedule is built to kick our asses, right? I mean, that's really what it's built to do. If you look at how it's set up, it's built to kick our asses where similar to a season ago, we're going to need all, all those dice rolls to come up in our favor again. Will they? I don't think they will. So this team 
is in perpetual purgatory, and they're going to win enough games to keep us excited. They're going to win enough games where the final three at the end of the year, the two against Detroit, and then now we get uh, sandwiched in there, I think, is Green Bay. Uh, Those are going to matter. Those are going to mean everything. And so we're going to have all the hope. Uh, We're going to have all the montages nine to noon. You guys are going to be pumped up doing content, and uh, Kirk's going to be in the stands at games. (laughs) Is Is it going to translate? Uh, to uh, to bliss, yeah. yeah. Kirk Cousins uh, answer is no. So I I think that well, no. I was going to say Kirk Cousins is just omnipresent. Talk. We know we got internet <laughs> issues. Yeah, <laughs> this is the internet issues is, episode. Yes. I feel I feel him with me right now. As a matter of fact, <laughs> he's always present. No, but uh, but I, I think it's it's one of those things. He is absolutely the uh, the thing with the thing with the Vikings right now. I think they're building uh, long term. As I've said it on the radio. This thing painful. And the idea that you can do a competitive rebuild without feeling some of that pain. Hey, what veteran men kind of fill this gap? Uh, it's all gonna come down to it's all gonna come down to Quasey's drafting his entire tenure. Uh, I think when we look when we look back at it in time, it's not gonna be, man, he shed all those contracts into the 2023 season. He had to do that, but who did he replace him with? So Makai Blackman's got to be a stud. Lewis Seen, it's not his fault he got injured, but he has to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those things need to come up roses uh, for Kwesi moving forward. So in terms of this season, it intrigues me because the defensive coordinator has to walk on water to make this thing work. And uh, and the schedule's absolutely built to kick our asses. Yeah, NFL rigged. Let's start the conversation. The well, NFL doesn't want the Vikings to win, well, let alone make the playoffs just to yeah. lose in the first round. No. We're waiting for the next script to be released. Right. 100%. Internet issues can continue. Oh, man. Yeah, this internet sucks right now. Well, no, I think, well, I'm, getting, I'm seeing four lights now on our, on our extender. So I, but whatever. It's, it's, it's what we do here at 10K. We have technical issues. Uh, but <laughs> um, <laughs> do the robot. Do the robot right now. Keep it, keep the folks entertained. Well, uh, I wanted to ask, uh, well, the narrative I think is, is, is starting to settle here that I think Aaron Rodgers is going to become a Viking next year. I guess what are the chances, or what what do you think the chances are that Aaron Rodgers is our starting quarterback come next season? Following the Brett Favre script. Yes, Brett Favre script. It's being written. It's the same. So just so you know, when I do this, this means you guys were talking in slow motion. Okay. So what what I believe I heard was was something about Aaron Rodgers becoming uh, a Viking at some point in the future. Yeah, Uh, because... That's definitely not going to happen. Oh, (laughs) dang it. Uh, it. it is it is amazing that it is amazing that uh that Rogers fifteen years after just daggering and hating Brett for doing the exact same thing repeats said process of weird uh self uh self actualization behind the microphone. We got darkness retreats. Will I come back? Will I not? That's the only thing he didn't do is he didn't ask himself questions during pressers like Brett was so good at. Uh, he's not going to be a Viking, though. No way. Uh, Quasey's got this whole thing set up. We're going to re-sign Kirk so that we can keep the 10K bit going for another three to five seasons. Yeah, we and better. we're going to roll with eight. And uh, whatever the hell happens with Rodgers in, in New York, best of luck to him. He's probably got two more elite years in him, or at least high-end years in him. But uh, you'll see the calf injury pop up. There will be an injured finger at some point. Uh, he's going to hate one of the wide receivers. The run game's going to break down. 
and uh, they'll probably find their way to a wild card loss in the AFC. And cheers to them for that. Yeah, yeah. they'll load him with Percocets in some game and uh, then to keep him going. Yeah, he'll fake an injury so he can attend another Taylor Swift concert because mm-hmm. he's got to do at least a couple of those <laughs> a year now. He's probably got a financial commitment on that one. He does for sure. 100%. Who's who's the guy from the Jets? He's hanging out with all the time. Too. Zach Wilson. No, <laughs> joking. No, no, he's joking. No, no. no, that's Roger's mom. Uh, uh, wasn't he at like New York Rangers games with them and stuff? Yeah, who, who was that? Who uh, I, wide the, receiver? No, the cornerback. Oh, uh, oh Sauce Gardner. Yeah, Sauce yeah, Gardner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Sauce Gardner are just gonna just go on tour with Taylor Swift at one point. Oh yeah, and just ditch football because the, they're pretty much pop stars themselves. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's like way more of a celebrity out there. That he's enjoying the bright lights. Yeah. We can say that. Are he's you guys dancing. going to the Taylor Swift concert in town? Yeah. Oh, we're not millionaires. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just gonna avoid that. Avoid that avoid, entire mess. Avoid that apocalypse. No side content. What if Kirk meets Taylor? Oh, that see, is, that would be beautiful. That would be unbelievable. That'd be unbelievable. Kirk or, is a big Taylor Swift, but guy. for a platonic French. Well, I think I think it would make. I, I think we we should try to make it happen. We'll get in touch with her people and and we'll uh, we'll get in touch. Hey, with, you guys are both celebrities. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, make we'll, it happen. We'll we'll get we'll make sure Kirk. Well, we always said Kirk. I would make appearances for him in times that he cannot make it. So in this case, I will be Kirk Cousins, his representative, meeting Taylor Swift on behalf of Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So there you go. and we can start like like Norda, like you said, a beautiful friendship and um and then now I can be touring with uh with Taylor Swift everywhere she goes. I think that's a phenomenal idea. Nordo is uh Kirk, what, is Kirk Cousins good what, enough to lead a team to a Super Bowl? Yeah, he is. He's got to have a lot of stuff behind him. Um and that's that's never going to change. What do you think is more likely to happen? Uh Kirk meeting Taylor or our internet's collectively coming together for a solid broadcast here. This is unbelievable. Yeah, this uh, is what's uh, happening right now. This is a colossal fuck up from uh People who are supposed to know technology, specifically us. Uh, I, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. It's definitely Kirk and Taylor meeting at this point. Our Wi Fi is brutal. Well, yeah. Kirk and Taylor meeting. If you is wait a very out, if you point. wait outside the tunnel at US Bank long enough, like where all the limos park, you might be able to like throw yourself in front of it and yeah. meet that way. <laughs> wearing wearing the full on, you know, Kirk the helmet, Kirk jersey, number eight, football pants, everything. Hey Taylor, uh, Kirk Cousins here. They would arrest me on the spot. <laughs> Or I, I do the cold. You'd style. take a beating, but you'd meet Taylor. I would do it for Taylor. No, I, just just keep it in your pocket. But meanwhile, uh, <laughs> is is Kirk meeting Taylor or Kirk leading a team to a Super Bowl uh, more likely? Uh, I would actually say Kirk winning a Super Bowl. Now, is that going to happen here? Uh, again, everything Quasey's doing is saying, "Can you help me two years from now?" And with this money thing with Kirk, that's what's intriguing to me. Uh, if anybody that watches this and kind of weeds through it, if you if you listen to nine to noon and you've you've heard uh, what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, where Florio from Pro Football Talk put out that piece, he's like, from running it back to tearing it all down, and that it was some sort of organized tank job by Quasi in play, semantics of terminology and what you're calling it, competitive rebuild, this that and the other thing. There's no way that this team can win only five games with Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson and the talent we have on this team. The defense was awful last year. We're crossing our fingers that it can't be worse, but we can't win just five or six games with this offense and this offensive coach. Not perfect. It's going to be ugly at times. We won a lot of coin flips last year. We can't tank with Kirk Cousins on our team and Kirk Cousins in a contract year where he's going to throw for 5,000 yards, and it's 
Again, another year in the evolution of the system. All of those things are true. And so, and then with JJ about to get paid at some point, we can't tank. The problem necessarily is, is Kirk able to win a Super Bowl with a team? He just hasn't found himself on a team in the right moment at the right time. Because what is also true is this defense is rebuilding and Kirk is 35. So by the time this team is ready to do it with the people around Kirk, Kirk's going to be 38. So then at that point, if you ask me that same question, and maybe for the first time in career, he suffered a little bit of a nick in injury, something like that. Maybe the as of now, with the lockdown of Kirk can absolutely win a Super Bowl. I think, well, I think being Kirk's in a contract year, I think you got to do the full Tim Brewster at conversation with him and ask him, like, are you hungry or are you starving? Which doesn't make sense, but like, he's going to be hungry. That's a throw, great question. Throw yards to him. He's going to be, yeah, it is a good question for him. No, it is. Is he hungry? Is he starving? Is the chili hot? That's probably a question for his gal. Are the clothes laid out correctly? Uh, is is the is the playbook properly tabbed and labeled? And uh, and and then just go go from there. No, I I, I like Kirk. Uh, the money is going to be, but the way it's laid out, they're not going to really be able to do much with it uh, until early March. And so, Kirk drama continues. But but as of now, again, it's. When we look back at this season, we're not we shouldn't be talking about Kirk's production as to an an inhibitor uh this season ends up. So it's all defense. We'll see. Yeah, kind what of, do you guys think? Yeah, what do you guys think? What do you think, Kirk? Well, uh, I just think you just don't have the thirty second uh ranked defense in the league and we can still win thirteen games like that. Just protect me on the offensive line too, and uh I think we'll win we'll go uh seventeen and oh win a Super Bowl. <laughs> We'll go twenty-two or uh, twenty and zero or twenty-one and zero. I think uh, I think they'll certainly smash what Vegas thinks they're going to be at at eight and a half wins. 100%. I think they should hit that. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, what about winning the division? Which what are they plus three fifty right now? Yeah, I think they're the favorites. But uh, well, like, aren't the Lions the favorites? Depends uh, on what book you're looking at. I guess at you're, yeah, right. that's yeah. really close. Yeah. Yeah, Lions. Yeah, and Lions then, should be the favorites. And then there's still that little creeping. You know, voice in the back of your head that thinks, what if Jordan Love is actually like the guy? And then the Packers continue to figure out a way to be fucking good despite losing their star boy. Mm-hmm. There's just always that chance that he could be a yeah. superstar somehow because they've done it before. Yeah. And also, don't forget about the Bears, too. They're, I know yeah. they this had the first overall pick, but they, they really made some turned great things moves. around. Yeah, yeah, they made some, yeah, Ryan Poles. I think the division overall is going to be very competitive. But yeah. Kirk Cousins is by far the best right now. Looking at it, the best quarterback in the division. Yeah, he should I think be. I think some people have ranked Jared Goff over him just oh. because they're idiots and have no idea what they're talking about. But uh, Kirk Cousins is the clear cut quarterback of the North. Yep, he's the. And he yeah, was anybody, last year. Anybody too. that puts Goff above Kirk, I think they're just trying too hard. We do try too hard sometimes just to have uh, a different opinion. And in a lot of cases, specifically with the North, there are certainly. I mean. If Lafleur can finally, if if Rodgers was this dark cloud, and Lafleur, uh, I kind of I kind of labeled Rocco Baldelli, the Twins manager, as being sometimes a a passenger in how this team is operating right now, with some of the press conferences, some of the decisions, some of the way that he frames things up during pressers. If Lafleur similarly was a passenger, uh, just stuck under this dark rain cloud of Aaron Rodgers the last couple of seasons. And now they're going to run the ball. You know, let's say they're a top 10 
running offense this year and that sort of thing, and Jordan Love isn't just a complete disaster, that defense is actually pretty good. So I, I like I think the guy the, the team that wins this division, we're talking like nine or ten wins. I, I don't see any of these teams busting out and uh challenging for home field advantage in the playoffs. I, I think it's gonna be a bloodbath uh with the with the Lions, Vikings and Bear uh Lions, Vikings and Packers. Uh, I am willing to forget about the Bears, though. I think I think they're going to have a bad season. So I think this through is, the Bears. Yeah, this is going to look like the AL Central. Yeah, <laughs> it might be. It's going to be like oh, which, it's like going to be like so which gross. which which know. which middle of the road team is going to have the most wins. I'm just not like I'm not the one to be like super optimistic about Minnesota teams, but at the Viking, I know their schedule is tougher, but like their defense is only going to hopefully improve it shouldn't be the last team in it the, can't in the get worse than last it year it can't right? get worse if they can get 13 scrape by with 13 wins last year with that horrid defense still a a beat-up offensive line i think they could at least get 10 wins can't cover the spread donatel's out of town yeah. that helps a lot yeah it, he put he had the same he never adjusted anything you're making Jano jones again look made him look like a, a running quarterback mobile quarterback uh, they got to uh, make some adjustment that resolves that and they go up to 20 the 27th best defense and they'll win 13 games and win a playoff game. I don't know. Nordo, would you would you say that Vikings fans collectively now have PTSD from the from the catchphrase Ben don't break forever like you'll never be able to say that to a Vikings fan ever again without them just cringing. Yeah, it it produces nightmares. Absolutely. <laughs> and and surly people at the at the VFW, they're going to they're going to drop some F bombs on you. Yeah. Don't you feel, you know, if if the, if we could have if we could pick like something that encompasses Minnesota sports. I don't know why this just popped in my head. Ricky Fowler is Minnesota sports, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's the he's the Vikings. He's the Minnesota Wild. He is Minnesota sports with what happened in the U.S. Open. There is so much hope. There is so much bending but not breaking. And then the absolute freaking must-have, gotta-have moment, dog dead in the ditch. Yeah, that's Ricky Fowler. He's Minnesota sports. Yeah, I don't mean to interrupt. I just that just came to mind. That's what or, I think about when I'm well, perfect metaphor. Or even Rory, because Rory Rory's like really good. But the last time he won was ten years ago, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, does that even count anymore? And like const- it's been so long, and like constantly competing and making you know just falling making, short. Yeah, making runs to winning tournaments and majors like the Vikings and Twins and Wild, still making the playoffs and still competing in the regular season, but never always coming up short of glory. It's ridiculous. Pathetic. What about this? Yes. Do Minnesota sports teams or teams in general take on the personality of their fan bases? It was something that popped in my head during the show today. And it's just stupid summertime fodder. But the idea of, as Minnesotans, sometimes we are mild salsa, tater tot, hot dish. And if the team's winning, we're all in. But we are kind of fair weather when it's bad. It's like, nah, I'll check back in later. And, and I will go put a sailboat in a glass bottle or I'll uh, take up snowshoeing or I'll go to my cabin. Um, we are not as live or die maybe in some ways as we think we are. And so therefore, in some ways, do our Minnesota sports teams adopt our Midwestern sensibilities? Do you think we're not as live and die, though, just as a coping mechanism? Because we're so used to the failure. We all know how it's going to end. So just to save ourselves from the heartbreak, that's why we're kind of acting that way. 
Correct. We're, we are we're abused puppies. Yes. Yeah. That's what we are. Pretty That's what we are. And we are used to this, the fatalism. And we, we know there's a treat over there, but we don't believe it's real. In the end, when it's all on the line, can they finish the job? And I think in some ways they have adopted a happy to be here mentality. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. This is the stuff I think about in the middle of June when it's hot as hell and I'm I'm sweating. Yeah. I mean, the wild, I, you talk about the teams uh, adopting it. The wild certainly went to their cabin at uh, the, the start of the playoffs. The second they could, Ooh. it seems like I'm they went about there. Cabo. Game four. Yeah. Or uh, people always make the joke about like, oh, they're, they're going to be first ones on the golf course. Like we start mm-hmm. going to the golf course when it gets nice out. And uh, that's what the wild were thinking about in the first round. So certainly I think that makes sense. Uh, just another situation. I mean, it's, it's. It's almost Vikings East with the money issues that Garen's got to deal with right now. But I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. So the Wild, 2000, 2001, do their thing. They're back. We got hockey back in Minnesota. We love it. We are the state of hockey, uh, the high school tournament. We got pond hockey. Uh, we got everything. And and they have been knocked out of the first round of the playoffs, I believe, seven consecutive times. So. Gosh maybe six traditional first rounds plus that bubble year or whatever the hell that was uh, against Vancouver, maybe, but they, they've been, you know, they've been being very mediocre in the playoffs while giving us super entertaining seasons. The twins have lost 18 consecutive playoff te- uh, playoff games. I think that's the longest losing streak in all North American, the core four sports. Why is the perception of the wild? so much different than that of the Minnesota Twins. So is it country club vibe with the Twins where they've provided us great moments, the summer of Bombas, some in amazing scenes of baseball, a lot of really bad ones, whereas the Wild have been just as impotent in the playoffs over the last near decade now. And overall, save for the 3 run, have been very mediocre at times. Why is the perception of those two franchises in the state of Minnesota so different? Because when we talk about the Wild, we love Kaprizov. We're excited for another great season for him. Let's get Gus Boss back in the mix. And we feel like we have a chance, even though Vegas kind of showed us that none of us had a chance. Yeah. yeah. No but with did. the Twins, it's like, and, and I understand it right now, especially given the offense. Uh, they don't have the bats. And it's, it's just ugly. I mean, Twins baseball is super boring. We begged for pitching. We finally got it. And now eight different hitters forgot how to hit. It's awful. <laughs> so I understand this current moment is probably, you know, unbalancing the scales. But I'm just curious about that. Over the course of time, similar outcomes in the postseason, but the wild, so much more optimism among hockey fans than with the Twins for baseball fans. I just find that interesting. I think more people just genuinely want the Wild to win more than they want the Twins to win. Just kind of the whole state of hockey thing. I mean, you think about, like, think about a Twins World Series and then think about a Wild Stanley Cup. Like, which one would be crazier? I feel like it's the Cup for sure, just based on the fanship. I know I know people around here love baseball, but just being the state of hockey, I feel like we give the Wild a lot longer of a leash because people are just such hardcore hockey fans here that they want to believe that that can happen. That's my theory. I, I think that is a good theory. I think it's also people are still thinking they're such a new team. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're, it's like, no, you, now it's been over 20 years now. Like, now we need to start like criticizing like every other team. We're like not an twins. expansion team no, anymore. No, people are still like, to me, I, I it, it kind of threw me back that, 
oh, wait, 2000 was 23 years ago. I remember when I went to games when I was really young and it was only three to five years ago and we were still a young team. But I also think we just, I don't know, I think people think that we constantly make the playoffs that they're like, okay, well, one of these years we're going to make with the Twins. It's like we don't even make it every year. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of just like we were like, oh, well, Screw it, the Wild are going to actually make maybe make the playoffs again this year. So this is our year. I don't know. I I don't know. It's just it, it is a weird I dynamic. You. I don't know. I get you. Again, things I think about in the summer. Now I saw uh, you you tweeted it, Jack. I think um, was it a day ago or something where I was I was doom scrolling as I normally do, yeah. just <laughs> trying to not run into anything so political that my head freaking explodes. Right. In the middle of an so- afternoon. It sounds like a day on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. You tweeted something that somebody else had tweeted about fun Stanley Cup parades or yes. parties yeah. or mm-hmm. celebrations, and I think you had even written something on it on the site. So I, anyway, what would you guys do, or or how about let's start here and then we'll evolve from there? Okay, who do you think would have the best title party among the core four? Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings. It has to be Vikings, the Vikings number one. Wild, close to. That's what I would say. Yeah, and and then and then the twins for sure, and then the Timberwolves. Let's howl. Yeah, and then the loons. <laughs> loons. Yeah, I got to throw them in there. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, Sorry, Gophers loons. hockey or loons? Because now we're getting into <laughs> well, Gophers hockey. <laughs> Dinky Town, I think, is a lot more uh, lit and maybe. Well, I was gonna say safer than Grand Ave, but maybe they're kind of equal what, now. What What do you think would be a bigger celebration amongst like the three major Gopher sports uh, if they won a national championship? Which is even weird to say. Football, football basketball, oh, foot, or hockey. Football, football would be by football, football by ten miles. Yeah. yeah. Basketball would be crazy just to make it to the Final Four. I'd like to see that. That'd be fun. I was like 10 months old when they made it in 97, so of course I barely remember that. Well, um, the, the cool thing, too, is, and it's, you know, universities work. Kids are just looking for a reason to either yep. break stuff or drink in excess. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. At any given time. So any party in Town is going to be uh, absolute insanity. Uh, grease up the poles like they did in Philly. Yeah, <laughs> probably no no horse poop eating because hopefully we're civilized here in Minnesota. Yeah, and uh, and it would be it would be a party. But I that is that's one thing I've thought about. Now with with baseball, it feels like there's a bit of an older demographic still hanging on. So the parade and the party would probably have to be like a matinee thing. <laughs> um, a t- but, Tuesday uh, at two p.m. But with the, with the wild, if the, you know, all jokes aside, and while I can ice skate, I never played hockey competitively. This state would implode. Yeah. I mean, all the angry hockey dads, all the, <laughs> all the people that have spent all that money on ice time, all that equipment, all the live and die, all the hockey game, Minnesota's, Hey, we built this snowbank in our backyard and we put the projector up so we can watch uh, you know, mini haha academy or watch gentry just roll over somebody like they're apparently doing nowadays. Uh, but all those people would lose their freaking minds. They wouldn't take a day off. They'd take nope. a week off. The state would implode. And I'm going to say when, because I'm optimistic. It's nine to noon style. It's in our blood. When the wild finally win a cup uh, after we get this this Parisi suitor money off our backs. Um, this state is going to implode. How beautiful would a party yeah. be? It's almost tough to fathom because, you know, you were talking about, you know, going to Final Four games or the Final Four when you were just uh, super young, year and a half, two years old. I mean, I was six when I was watching the 91 World Series. Yeah. So I can barely remember those cool moments with my dad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be 40 at that time, and I'm going to be 
a disaster. My wife and kids will disown me yeah. uh, when one yeah. of these teams win a title. I can't wait for it. It's it's going to be, Nordo, like I think about the apocalypse. Like for, oh, for weeks, it's going to be like, okay, the Wild won the Stanley Cup a month ago, and St. Paul is still lawlessness. Still like, recovering. There's, there's yeah. still people like running on the streets in their underwear, like drinking beers. Like no one is showing up to work anymore. It's estimated that Minnesota companies have had 20% of employees quit. It's going to, I'm serious. It's going to be like, it's going to be, uh, what's the t- Mad Max? Is that like the kind Post of apocalypse? Yeah. Yeah. Type, yeah. Type yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's going to be nuts. Well, Mad Max, Mad Max is kind of like six weeks later. That's like mm. after, yeah, after really bad things have already happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would ask, like, what's, what's more valid? Uh, during COVID, the mad rush for TP, or after a Minnesota sports team wins a title, the mad rush for TP, <laughs> or the mad <laughs> rush for stores? alcohol. Yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> so, so I have a follow up question for you guys. We already talked about you know which team would throw the craziest party, but if picture a scenario where the Minnesota Vikings win the Super Bowl, there's a victory parade. Does Kirk Cousins chug a beer? Do you think the te- if, if the teammates oh. can convince him to take his shirt off and wear chains and make an ass of himself in front of millions, if not billions of people who saw the video, if he won the Super Bowl, would they get him to just inhale alcohol? I doubt he would. I We had him on our show. He says that he doesn't drink at all. But like, is this an, it's if, if it's one beer, if they're like, dude, just slam this one I mean, beer. You're a Kirk we're, at, we're at the victory parade. He's got the goggles on. He's got to get drunk that one time, right? I think they will be pushing him to do it and will be trying to give him a beer. It's hard to see it right now just because we, it's hard to even see them winning a Super Bowl. I know. But, but just... with Kirk Cousins, anything's possible. Actually, I do see Kirk Cousins winning a Super Bowl. So you know what? I think if if he is handed a beer in a cup to to his face – and they're at the parade. I think he. Uh, I think he at least takes a yeah, a maybe sip. a sip. Okay. I don't maybe think he chugs. Sl- I think I think he, I think he drinks far. it. I think he drinks it. I really do, but yeah. I don't think he chugs it. Yeah, I don't think. He I think that would no, be no, that'd be a no special chance. treat. That would be a special treat uh, if he did. He will not, under any circumstances, drink a beer. Now, here is what it, what is likely to happen: is he's going to be really excited, and all his boys and Darisaws around him. Hey, Kirko chains. Oh, Kirko, chill and. Somebody's going to hand him a bottle of sparkling water and he is going to try and chug that, okay. but then he's going to choke on it and he's going to spit it up all over the case, uh, all over the place. And everyone's going to laugh and then we're going to move on. And then Kirk becomes bashful Kirk for the next 10 to 20 minutes. So there's no chance if he doesn't drink, I, I you guys, I guess you guys had him on and asked him that. I have no idea. Uh, if he doesn't drink though, uh, Kirk's standing, Kirk's standing tall. Yeah. He's a, he, yeah. He's not going to drink. He's not going to drink. He'll do like an orange soda or something yeah. like that. Or maybe Roy Rogers. Like yeah, He told us his favorite drink is a Roy Rogers, which is absolutely on brand for Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yes. yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's the cutest thing ever. I know. Oh, maybe. I love I love Kirk, man. Yeah, Kirk's you got to love him. Maybe we could get him to do like the gallon challenge or something. Just because <laughs> he's such a big milk guy, according to you, Jake. Since yeah, no, good. he's it, it, Kirk. Uh, the, the other Kirk did say he doesn't like milk, but he did confirm that he's like, that is something that I should like <laughs> is milk. You know, be obsessed. Like that's with milk. his thing. Yeah, we got to bring that bit He'll back. He'll go on a milk bender when, yeah. they, when the, when yeah. the Super Bowl. I, I think we need to donate a, a special 10K gallon of milk <laughs> to Kirk to chug on that entire parade on that yeah. parade i think that'd be fantastic 
Kirk strikes me. He would drink whole milk if he's gonna drink. Oh, yeah. If he's gonna drink milk at all, he's gonna. It's gonna get that sweet flavor. He's gonna have the milk mustache, uh, the whole thing. Now, did you guys see like Mike Malone uh, partying it up? Like again, that's what uh, for the Nuggets when they just won the title. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to is just people being weird in the middle of the street. He just got oh, a yeah. tattoo on his arm. He's chugging shots. Uh, I mean, just an absolute. Um, just melee of partying down the streets of Denver. They had to do it apparently at like 11 a.m. So everyone was waking and baking, but all the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just that's what I'm looking forward to. At some point that's going to happen, which gives me hope, which helps me say really stupid things about my favorite team on the radio all the time. <laughs> no, what, you're right. One day it will happen, but I got to ask you, looking at the teams, the four major core teams right now, which one do you see actually winning at first? Is it going to be the Vikings, the wild, the twins or the wolves? The Timberwolves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we laugh. Yeah, I mean it's it's either the Vikings or the Wild, and I would lean I would lean Vikings. Okay, as a matter of fact, uh, hockey's a funny game. Puck luck, all of those things. Uh, the, the the it is kind of a, it's it's almost an arms race because Quasey's trying to get out from under uh, the Spielman era cap constrictions. And Bill Guerin's trying to get out from the Parisi Suter cap constriction. So once they are, let's just give them, let's give them two years. So let's call it 2025. I think that's when it ends for the wild. And mm-hmm. let's just give, let's, let's even it out for the purple as well. Quasey's going to have to draft. And Guerin, on top of this terrific, it sounds like prospect group that he has in Iowa, those are not only going to have to pan out, but he's going to have some extra cash to add an absolute uh, game changer. Uh, in free agency or over the summer or at the trade deadline. Uh, and by game changer, I don't mean Martin Hansel. And so <laughs> let's do better than that. Ryan White. And and then, and then I mean, the list goes on. We could play that game for an hour. Uh, but uh, that that's how that needs to work. So I think it's an arms race. And, and I think in the end, if I had to pick one, uh, just because I'm continuing to be impressed with, uh, with Vegas' staying power. We'll see how that works two, three years from now. Um, but you have... You have a situation now where by the time Garen's got some cash to spend, we're going to be talking about a much older Jared Spurgeon. We're going to tell you, Jared Spurgeon wasn't great in the playoffs, by the way. Uh, we're going to talk about an older Jonas Brodeen who wasn't great in the playoffs, by the way. Uh, we're going to be having those sorts of conversations where he's now trying to balance kind of those shifting generations of wild players. So a lot of things got to go right for Garen. A lot of things got to go right for Kwesi. Uh, if if my, my instincts tell me, though, the Vikings – uh, would be uh, would be more apt to win if one of them were uh, at least in the next few years. And the what Stan- do you guys think? The Stanley Cup is just so hard to win. Mm-hmm. It just goes on forever. Oh, it's, it's a war. Whereas the nice thing about the NFL is they're just single games. Anything can happen. Yeah. Not saying the Vikings have gotten lucky more often than not in those single games, but it's it seems more doable. Mm-hmm. This Lombardi seems more doable. The Stanley Cup feels mm-hmm. like so far away and and you just see some of the best teams play hot like you see the Vegas Golden Knights they dominated still was hard to get there they yeah. still yeah. had a battle to get there they went did they go 7 games with Dallas or they went they, no I'm thinking of Dallas, Dallas and the Kraken but, but still yeah it, like it, it was not an easy road even though it was easy once they were in the cup well, but the one thing the it, wild at least have going for them though is just like Nordo said by most people's rankings they have the number one prospect pool right. in the NHL give them two to three years to develop let those cap hits run out 
you're looking at a potentially 2025 a great great team boldy's gonna have a lot more experience by then kaprizov will be almost yep. a veteran hopefully rossi will pave out and actually yeah. be a good play if they don't trade him mark so. andre fleury will still be the starting goalie behind him he'll just be, be the goaltending coach yeah, at no, that point it'll be just he'll be on Wallstatt. staff as a coach yeah it'll, be perfect. It'll, it'll just be stacked yeah hopefully but we i'm excited for uh, if we can get Gus Boss on a minimum and get that uh, that Volstead cat from Iowa, everyone's just raving about this kid. So I just I just need to see him. And as much as I love Mark Andre Fleury, uh, I, I have to say that I I'm not going to be mad when we move on from him and yeah. he can drift off uh, into the mist and go into the Hall of Fame. But uh, but I'm excited about that Volstead cat. You guys mentioned I I just don't know much about Rossi. Like he had that weird COVID thing a couple of years ago and then he finally gets uh healthy and he gets a chance on the ice i just don't see him changing games mm-hmm. so yeah. something needs to change with him uh in a very fundamental and timely manner uh for him to really make a difference on this team but he's also when you're talking about that that prospect class they, they're still listing him yeah. as part of this bountiful uh this bountiful crop so i don't know what to make like i i'm not optimistic at this particular moment about rossi but or Rossi. Yeah, Rossi. Rossi, yes. It is. I think it's Rossi. It's it kind of like so Xavier Rhodes. Now it's X Xavier Rhodes. Yeah. It's it's very confusing in the pronunciation guides of these teams and these players. Xavier University. Um, it's yeah. not X Xavier for that, right? No, it's Xavier. Yeah, yeah, it's Xavier, yeah. which that's why I thought Xavier if, Rhodes. If no, that's X Xavier. If you're Rhodes. a Xavier or an X Xavier, you get to make the rules. Yeah. You get to make the pronunciation, but you yeah. as an outsider, okay. you don't. That's the this, rules. Yeah. Well, we've talked about it. I, I think the turning point, uh, we've talked about it nine to noon between PA and I, that the turning point in Xavier Rhodes' career <laughs> yep. uh, was he went from all pro to always grabbing his hammy or his calf when he would get roasted on the boundary yep. and pretend he was hurt. And I pretend we'll see. But anyway, uh, it was when he changed the pronunciation of his name. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that that's the delineating mark right there. And uh, so don't mess with the name. Yeah. Pick Rossi, pick Rossi, and just go with it. Well, and and uh, Nordo, if you if you need a little uh, extra insight on this Wallstead guy, here's a fun fact for you. He did the wave at the AHL All Star Game, which just signifies that he's a man of the people. He's not uh, he's not just all game like most hockey players. He's got a personality, so you know you got. Here's you, my you question for that. you guys on that. So I don't uh, I don't participate in this, but there is a ton of wave shaming. The idea that uh, these paying customers at sporting events uh, probably bored at some point in the game, and they're just trying to do something. And the alternative maybe is taking the program and throwing paper airplanes from the second deck. But they're just like, you know what? We're going to do the wave. Okay, we're going to keep it classic and classy at the stadium. People shame them. Yeah. And 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 I am pro wave. I'm going to stand tall with you, you guys. This is an official announcement. I am yeah. pro wave. If you want to do the wave and some some idiot next to you is dumb enough to to join in and then suddenly in the next section and because we're all passive aggressive, we don't know what to do. We don't want to be the guy that just sits out. So now we're suddenly doing it. And 10 minutes later, the stadium's full of people doing it. I'm on it. I'm in for it. I like it. I am pro wave. I am anti wave shaming. I'm pro wave, but there needs to be like wave etiquette. Like if it's like the bottom of the ninth inning and your team's batting, you probably shouldn't do the wave if you're only down by a run. There's a time and well, a place. That's a good point. 
uh, and the wave is just actually an extension of a constant seventh inning stretch. I mean, if anything, <laughs> Honestly. you're going to be so well stretched by the game, by the end of the game, that you're not going to be stiff walking back to the car because you had to stand up every two minutes, every minute uh, for an entire period or inning or wherever you're at. It's good exercise. I think uh, I think sports fans in general could throw some more exercise in the mix. So I'm, I'm pro-wave. Well, I was going to say teams and uh, sports organizations should require it in stadiums for physical activity. Sedentary lifestyles are the number one killer in the United States. <laughs> the so, seventh inning stretch is literally that. stretches exactly. for that. And so at Wild Games, we don't have our second inning stretch or hockey games. So Required to do a wave. If you don't do the wave, you're kicked out. Getting up and pissing seven times doesn't count, by the no, way. No, it doesn't. Mandatory stretch. Nah, that doesn't count. You got, you got to literally do the wave. You know, do some aerobics. You know, get your abdominals, get the arms involved. above the shoulders. Yes, it's it, a full body thing, not full, just. It's a full body exercise, and that's why we should encourage the wave. And that's the platform I'm running on. Yeah. Well, the the NFL preaches what is it? Play sixty. I mean, yeah. let's be active sixty minutes of the day. Uh, the 15 minutes that you stand in the ticket line trying to get in the stadium, you're not. You're a quarter of the way there, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you need to move. And the wave is the perfect venue and a platform uh, for movement. So I, I'm pro wave, and I think the players feel that sometimes too. I think they can feel the fresh breeze of optimism wafting through yep. the stadium as 60,000 people are getting off up there. Uh, getting up off their asses once or twice during a game. But I'm with you. The timing means everything. Yeah. I've seen some waves in weird times. I have seen some truly, there is, let's have fun waves, and there is, I'm bored as hell and pondering going to the car waves yeah. <laughs> uh, in very inner, inopportune moments. So etiquette, uh, maybe a little awareness, and just just uh, some, some, some gamesmen or fan IQ. We should preach fan IQ along 100%. with the wave. I feel like yeah. there was was there a wave during the NHL playoffs during overtime or during a third period that a lot of people were talking about. I can't remember if it was a wild game or a Kraken game. I remember there was a wave that came at a really bad time. Mm. Was the, it Vegas round one? It might have. Been. I thought it was Vegas in round one. Some yeah. some fan base did a wave during like overtime. Yeah, it was not a good look. There was a controversial wi- uh, wave at a wild <laughs> game in like February. Russo was talking about it. We were down like three to two or something. That like might have been actually the one. And it was in like of, February, maybe. and Russo was like doing the wave with like five minutes left, and we were it's down insane. by one or something, and like it just uh, people were saying it could be distracting or whatever. But but that then was again, time. But if it was in fact wild fans then it makes sense because if we were down three two in the third period we had already given up at the start of the period so <laughs> why not have fun and and once again get a little bit of exercise in the mix while you can enjoy it it you actually know, kind of that one adds up burn the beers off yeah beautiful thing my friends where are the twins at right now are you guys watching it or um they're down 2-0 gave up two yeah, solo bombs. i was gonna say if cam's not watching them actively i think it's not good news i haven't seen cam freak out yet so yeah because there's not nothing to be excited not about it, any good runs or any anything they're still in the they're still first that. in the division oh, I, know it was I love so that guys that uh that you guys do on saturdays oh yeah back yet or not but i love that that it's a bet bit how did that come how, how did that come together what was the negotiation process with abbott does he have any creative powers over what you guys at 10k do how does it all work um yeah so uh, it's a bet is actually back on uh kfn tuesdays at two saturdays at saturdays tuesdays at two saturdays there you go yeah, which is during com- yeah we, we break uh, commons uh no show. no 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 yeah so yeah saturdays at two sorry the 
the uh, the way it, it, it went down was we always just love sports betting and Abbott wanted to throw some more of it in the mix. The funny thing is the only thing he tells us about the show is just not to swear. And he's like, that's your only rule. He's probably said it to us like 70. We've never sworn on the show, by the way, but every single time we send him out. a new episode, he says no swears, right? Yeah, he's got a couple extra gray hairs. Just the fact that he even let us in the doors there, <laughs> exactly. let alone put us on the on the on the on the waves so yeah no it's great it's uh yeah it's back on now for the rest of the summer so you ever want to come on and talk uh uh betting on single round pga qualifiers or uh formula one race that's about all we got these this time of year but we 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 make it work or cricket yeah cricket there was some cricket bets yep always cricket sweet you guys should have at some point you guys got to talk to pat micheletti maybe you have maybe you haven't before uh, Pat Micheletti, Parlay Pat, our version of Parlay <laughs> Pat, not Pat. Houston Mattress Parlay Pat. Um, but the, or that's Mattress Mac. Parlay Pat, who was Parlay Pat? Parlay Pat was the guy that, uh, I think he got in trouble, but he was running, uh, like these, these parlays for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. But that doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm off track. Micheletti bets like Korean baseball once in a while. So if you guys are ever interested in like some elite, like Guangdong Tigers, yeah. Uh, related intel uh he's got you and he absolutely loves it if there's a sport on the planet playing at any time of the day he never freaking sleeps he's he naps standing up uh he lives for foreign sports and he would be the perfect guest on it's a bet at yeah, some point and if you want to talk uh hockey of any sort as well that's hilarious i had no clue he was into betting at all i mean we know that's alex crazy. really well yeah. but i wonder if he uh if he sides more with the lg twins or the samsung tigers though yeah. that's the biggest matchup who, who in do you Kore- got korean line. baseball we were we were betting on a little korean baseball during covid because that's all that was on so i get it i do i, I do get it and that's where that's where he got into it as well and he just throws you know i i have no idea how he does it or or whatever but <laughs> If you ever want to have conversations about the the LG groups yeah. and all of that, or or any Chinese baseball or Chinese oh. hoops, uh, if you need to know anything about Latvia and uh, <laughs> and how things are going over there in the springtime. Uh, he's got you. He's he's your guy for all of those things. We could just no, but I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear you guys on the fan doing the it's a bet thing. I think it's fun. We should have just ha- dedicate our entire like half hour to just talking like <laughs> foreign, foreign sports oh, like yeah. that, this diving is... into the Chinese or Beijing basketball team. We'll uh, we'll create like uh, we'll get the the what's the term for the guy who does the voice stuff? The uh, radio term. Um, the we're not radio pager guys. or uh, what is the term? Uh, Nordo, what's the term for that guy? Who well, does like imaging guy? Imaging, yeah, imaging right. guy, yeah. Yeah, it's a buzzword in radio. Yeah. The imaging guy. So yeah. we need to have him. This is the fan uh foreign sports update. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's start. Update. Let's start with Turkish badminton today. We got uh the game was actually postponed due to political reasons. Yep. So there's there's <laughs> uh there's Bomb seems to be an, an uprising somewhere. happening. So yeah, there might be more more of that than not, but yeah. Well, I think I think the key to it though is that there you don't do any imaging. It's just, it's right, a bet, and then don't even acknowledge that this is somehow special or anything like that, and see how many listeners will be, What's what the hell that? are they talking about? What is this game on? It's just roll into am, a cold. Like, am I on KFN right watch, now? I can't watch this on YouTube TV. Where the hell is this game? What is he talking <laughs> about? Over, under, who the hell is Dusan? Who's <laughs> Kiwoom? Uh, Hanwha? What is going on here? Just, just present it as normal just present as yeah. if everybody should know that you're talking about korean baseball on a saturday 
I think that'll be awesome. I think that'll be a great episode. Just play it straight oh. and let the Rubes tweet at you and go, what the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> we uh, we got to do that this year. We had, we had AJ, one of our Vikings guys, come on last year and like this time of year, dog days of summer, all there is is baseball, golf. And he just comes in and just starts spitting fire about uh, League of Legends, which is like professional video games. And he's like, boys, I have so many fucking League of Legends picks for you right now. It's like, whoa, shit, you actually found something interesting. He came with like a a League of Legends parlay and then a WNBA parlay. Yeah, the kid was was on fire. He was just crushing it. Esports is another thing this summer. Like, we have the Minnesota Rocker, our Call of Duty team. Yep. And they... Apparently, are it's, it's those some of those streams are actually pretty fucking electric that they go on. They have well, a let, full let broadcast crew and that. everything. I, I just got I got to be old man in the room then. So at 38 years old, I have to admit that outside of playing the occasional FIFA uh, on my PS4, uh, prior to owning that PS4, by the way, the last video game system I had owned was a Super Nintendo. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so gaming, okay. gaming. I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, Fortnite. Uh, you know, I played Call of Duty. I was awful at it. I always get killed right away. And then there's some idiot uh, that waits for me to respawn and yep. immediately kills me yep. again. So uh, my patience for it and the amount of time that I've offered and, and put into it is is near zero. However, this is massive, and I I feel like you know whether I was talking. Uh, you guys have probably heard of the talk uh, the, the the hockey guys. Yep. And they uh, they do the the TikTok bits, and you guys are on TikTok, and freaking everybody's on TikTok except for Nordo. <laughs> and I just I feel completely out of the loop. And you mentioned League of Legends. Uh, I am familiar with Minnesota Rocker, but this is like a massive industry. There there was a guy that was just signed. I think he was a Call of Duty player or whatnot, maybe. But he just signed with like a competing. It was Twitch to somebody, and he's going to make a hundred million dollars. Yeah. just streaming online. I mean, he is eating Funyuns and drinking diet soda and getting paid. He is living all of my teenage American dreams for a hundred million dollars. And I'm wondering how the hell all of this came about. So this is this is obviously something that for dumbasses like me uh, with my head in the sand that I'm just missing out on the rocker, the League of Legends, Call of Duty, Fortnite, all of this. This is truly a money maker making platform now isn't it it's oh, insane yeah. dude yeah. these streamers these days are signing like nba max contracts yep. it seems like and it's absolutely unreal but like so, kids are watching them there's dude, a reason they're getting paid that I'm much they you, have large uh large viewership it's no longer it's it's not no longer as impressive to on um, what complex engineering equations you can solve it's how fast you can defuse a bomb and search and destroy in call of duty yeah now what your kd is that's what matters now well, and do you guys remember, like, when we were growing up, if you played too many video games, like, your parents would yell at you. Now it's like, I feel like parents are going to start forcing their kids yes. to play video games so they can one day pay back all the money they've invested in having children. There are 14-year-olds paying off their parents' mortgages. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. What, what do you do? Oh, I stream on Twitch. The flip has script. Or I the, kill the script people has flipped. It, it's completely now... It's cool to play video games, and we missed the boat on that. Yeah, yeah. hand-eye yep. coordination. I mean, there, it was it was cool for us growing up, like within the small niche groups, you know. But it, for like everyone, no, you didn't want to get it out that I'm going home to play Call of Duty Black Ops all these, night. These streamers drive Lamborghinis and bang hot chicks. Now. <laughs> yeah. And back yeah. in our day, really? if I played video games, cool. I, I would play video games and stay home from prom, and I was a loser. <laughs> God, I'm well, pissed I think, off. I, now. I, I think the last quarter century has proven via social media, the the internet, and the evolution of things 
uh, that the nerds in the late eighties and the early nineties. Yeah. We shouldn't have made fun of them. No, we should, <laughs> make not, we should, not, we uh, should not have talked trash to them. Um, they had it right. We were wrong. Uh, they were uh, programming uh, MS DOS at the time uh, with monochrome green screens, and you know we were out there throwing a baseball around, dreaming that we were the next Kirby Puckett. They, we were wrong. Yep. Never became the next Kirby Puckett. And now they're uh, programming Amazon yeah. or making millions of dollars a year playing a video game. So the nerds won. They did. That, that's that's it. All those John Hughes movies in the eighties, we pissed off the nerds. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is lambda lambda lambda. Uh, in true essence, uh, as we see it, is the nerds have are victorious, and it's people like me missing the boat, not driving Lamborghinis. Yep. And uh, and dealing with kids soccer practice and working on the radio. I mean, I guess it's not bad, but I kind of like the Lamborghini idea. Yeah. Um, Although here's the problem with this. If they had used their hand eye coordination differently, uh, they're clearly smart individuals. Um, Maybe we would have a solution with this freaking submarine situation (laughs) near the Titanic because. We got pictures of Mars right now, but we can't go to the bottom of the ocean. And and, and now, whatever the hell is going on down there, I'm open to all conspiracy theories. I have some tinfoil on under this hat as we speak. But whatever's happening down there is awful, and we can't do anything about it. So if all these nerds would stop playing video games and, and start putting some charts together, we could save these people uh, in the next 20 hours or so. My question is, is there not a tracking device? on? I don't understand how this works. Does it not work underwater? How did this happen in how, 2023? Yeah. That actually blows my mind. How can we not find them? I'm so claustrophobic that I don't know if I could do that. No. I, I One of my uncles actually did work uh, for the Navy on a nuclear sub for a long time. <laughs> and, and he would talk about it. Like, it was almost, you know, I'm not trying to underplay somebody that was actually in combat versus somebody that was in a submarine. He never was in any sort of conflict or battle. This ain't the freaking hunt for Red October, but he was in that confined space for a long time. And he said the transition period was awful. When he would spend so many days, I, I think they were limited, let's let's call it three months. And again, I, I could be wrong on that, but there, there was a defined time. And you are just, you're in there. Yeah, and he would he would have to kind of like relearn, like, oh, I get to stretch it out a little bit. I get I get to let my nutsack breathe a little bit. I can, <laughs> you know, I can uncross my legs, and and that tra- and just the claustrophobic nature of it. He had to adapt and then unadapt. So this whole thing just makes me uncomfortable even thinking what they're dealing with down there. Well, and you can go to the Luxor Titanic Museum in Las Vegas for a whopping thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. You can pretty much see everything you want to see there. It was worth uh, it was worth the thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't stuck at the bottom of the ocean. It's a great exhibit, fighting for my life. That's, yeah. It's it's very it's very fucked up. That that yeah. would be very bad. Well, you can if just watch. Die. You can just watch the movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're good. Or you can watch YouTube videos of other people in submarines looking at the Titanic. Then you're exactly. Essentially paying two hundred fifty k for your grueling death. Yeah. Yeah. Your horrible death at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. That's just not good. Yeah. Just, uh, but yeah, it just baffles me they can't find it. I, I thought it was a joke story when I first saw it. I'm like, is this like something coming from the onion or, or something? Like. 2023, really? We're still doing with that? I thought this would have been something from like 40 years ago or something like that. Figure your shit out, world and yep. nerds. Well, and even if they can't find the... Yeah, exactly. And even if they can't find Titanic, 
or excuse me, find that particular boat? Couldn't you use the Titanic? Or maybe maybe that's the problem. Is they're they're just not there. They went down to the Titanic and they're like, Nah, sorry guys, I don't know where you are. Um, so it's just it's it's a weird situation. I would have preferred uh, maybe just to like watch the movie and see Kate Winslet's nipples. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. about it that way. Um, you know, and and that would have been the better option. But there is something I think when if if you have two hundred and fifty k to spend to go down to see the Titanic, don't you think there is a little bit of there's there's some fu money there. There is some I can do it, so I am going to. And it's probably part of the mentality that got them that two hundred fifty k that they could spend on a trip to the moon. Yeah. So in in some ways, maybe we're just thinking about it wrong. And you know, now I was I was reading something about uh, the potential safety issues regarding the certification of the looking glass on this structure as well. So there's all kinds of stuff going on with it. Um, it's just, it's super sad and we'd have an answer for it. If the kids would just put down the video games yeah. <laughs> and start getting back to the lab and working on this damn thing. Well, it just, it blows my so mind. I'm mad at the nerds again. Yeah. <laughs> it, it blows my mind in general that four people hopped into a submarine that was controlled by a video game controller. Ironically enough, it literally that 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 submarine is steered and operated with the use of a controller from like a Nintendo. That's or crazy. PlayStation, something similar to that, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Who do you guys like the twins or the the wolves to pick in Thursday night's draft? Oh God. Gabe Kelsher. Is excited about the draft? Um I didn't know it was Thursday. I didn't know I, it was Thursday. The only the only Wolves news that's come across my desk is that Cat might get moved. I don't know how true that is. What do you think about that? Yeah, I don't know. Did you guys watch that that Pat Beverly podcast? Yeah. And here's the the conversation with Cat is so frustrating to me because um when when I when we any of us say things like I'm about to say, um, we have to remember that he's one of the great offensive players. Uh, in the NBA today, yeah. that that's the type of person that we're talking about moving on from. Uh, he lives on a different planet, gentlemen, and and it's it's probably easier to find him somewhere than it is to find this boat at the bottom of the ocean right mm -hmm. now. But all the same, uh, he is way out there, and so that's the frustrating part of it. Um, we are kind of handcuffed. I, I think Cats, in some way, his perception is also skewed because of how bad this Rudy Gobert trade appears to be. I think they already know that that partnership that they thought might work is not going to work. And that, as a matter of fact, just from an, an aesthetics perspective and, and really an offensive efficiency perspective, I think they were better with Nas Reed on the court than they were with Cat. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because Cat is an elite offensive player and you can't move Rudy. So that's where this falls on Carl. I, was... now, I don't think he can be traded until maybe the first week of July, something like that. Um, so I don't know if it's like, you know, on the nose, uh, twist the earlobe, grab the belt buckle and tell Portland or somebody to pick the guy you want. And then you can consummate the trade, uh, early next month. But, uh, but that's the situation that they're in. So I don't, I don't have any faith right now that that's actually going to happen. I think there is some stubbornness and, and maybe it'll, it'll prove right. Maybe it could be wrong. But I do believe there's some stubbornness by Tim Connolly. Like, hey, Cat missed 50 games last year. We're going to give this thing a true college try uh, to see if it's going to come through and see if it's going to work. So I would bet that the quote-unquote running it back, I think that should be the heavy favorite for what they do this year. But I, I do also, I find there to be 
uh, some serious concerns about this roster construction. And given the way that uh, that they handled things in the Rudy trade, we're walking in wet cement right now. We're going to see moves. Damian Lillard can move. We just saw Bradley Beal of the Suns. Uh, we're going to see teams, and we've seen teams. How about the Sacramento Kings on the rise? We can we consistently see teams on the rise. The Grizzlies, even though John Morant's out for 25 games, they're going to be in the mix. So we, we're going to we're this summer with this organization where we're going to see other teams growing, and we're going to be talking about, man, if Cat stays healthy and Jaden McDaniels is otherworldly, and Ant takes maybe just an emotional maturity step. Uh, he's a budding star. Adore Ant, absolutely. But we're gonna. That's kind of our conversation with the Wolves. So I just think it's really ugly right now. And and I think Tim Connolly knows that. But uh, but you can. But anybody that you know, uh, you're down on Cat because he says weird stuff. Um, if you wanted to trade him, you're gonna get a ton in return for him. I think there are teams that will be happy to employ his services. It's going to have to be a team with a high-end alpha, um, a Damian Lillard type, clearly not a Jimmy Butler type. Uh, <laughs> no. Jimmy's going to kick him out the door uh, minute one, so don't worry about that. But uh, there has to be a, a leadership hierarchy and and maybe just a, a better-run franchise or a, or a franchise that's at least in a better state maybe than ours is currently. But it's something, man. I'm going to be watching the on Thursday and when Benyama is going to go to pops and then Charlotte's going to make their pick. Um, and, and then you're going to see what, uh, what happens with Portland, but the trade that that's, what's kind of fun about this summer. The NBA free agent thing, usually the a topic, the trades are going to be meatier and, and more fun to kind of watch uh, not only on draft, but the next month and a half uh, more so even than, than this kind of almost, I don't want to call it mediocre, but it is a below-average free agency uh, class that'll be uh, that'll be open and free to sign this summer. So uh, we'll see, but it's super ugly at uh, at, at Target Center. I was going to add something on the draft. Not having a first-round pick sucks, but you ha- you have a second-round pick. They're usually they usually don't pan out to much. I say we take the risk and take Amani Bates. He had some character issues at Memphis, and that's why he ended up at Eastern Michigan. But the kid can ball, and that can like if he pans out, that can somewhat save Connolly's reputation too. So I would be all in on Bates because it's low risk, potential high reward. That's what I want. I don't know who the hell Amani Bates is. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. waiting for your analysis. I was waiting yeah. for that. Look him up. Yeah. He 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 was a very highly recruited uh, <laughs> player that went to Memphis, and there was some character issues and whatnot. Um, ended up at Eastern Michigan, uh, playing in the MAC, mm-hmm. and now um, some action. His stock just completely fell. He's in the second round. Eastern Michigan was like one of the worst teams, but like he just balled out, and he actually he's actually really good. But if you can get past that character issue, why not throw a second round pick at him? I'd do it. I can tell you watch a lot of college basketball. Yeah, that's literally what yeah. I look for. <laughs> I mean, Norto was the one who even asked us, who do you think the Wolves are going to draft as and if I, you yeah, know like, they have a Imani Bates. See, Norto, now you have some material on 9 to noon. Yeah, Imani Bates. You should present it to PA, see what he says. Yeah, like, he, he, would, he would respond the same way you did. He'd well, be like, I'm gonna, is that a real person? I, I would, uh, well, first of all, absolutely, I'm going to steal that take. <laughs> Were, you were off camera, so I can't. I can't even properly credit to you. Um, now, just because I have a neck like Brian Windhorse does not mean that I am Brian Windhorse. So I do not uh, necessarily have as as wide a breadth 
of uh, of college basketball intel. But I'm all, now I want Imani Bates. I mean, yeah. how about this? Yeah. Tim Connolly, as the Denver Nuggets are streaming down Main Street, Tim Connolly's name is all over oh, yeah. that title from what uh, obviously maybe the best second-round pick in the history of the NBA. I haven't done research on it. I'm just going to say that it is. And then putting him with Jamal Murray, how all of that has worked together. He built that fucking thing that won a title. He picked Michael Porter Jr., Amani Bates. Yes. Now, there are some off-the-court potential character issues, <laughs> but I'm telling you, the talent is absolutely there. Just has to be coached up. Who better than Chris Finch? Yeah. Leadership perspective, of course, with Mike Connolly later in his career. Uh, I just see this as the perfect fit. And I'm going with Imani Bates. Yes. Memphis. Nordo, what? To the uh, formerly of Memphis. Yes. What you got to do is you can get PA on board. I, I know what to do. So, so you, 9 to noon tomorrow, just mention, she'll be like, I heard this take from Shinsis. He'll know yeah. exactly who, who you're talking you about yep. and say that you want Imani Bates, he'll be all in. Yeah. You bring up, you bring up that you talk to the, to Shinsis from 10K takes. He might bring up Jeffrey Dahmer for, you know, all those un- guys that Dahmered me. Yeah. The un- unrelated uh, <sighs> events. But uh, yeah, no, that's the take. Monty Bates. That's, uh, there we go. Thanks to Cam. That's how. Hold on. Guy. I need to know about this. I need to know about this Dahmer thing. What okay. Am I stepping into. So, this is the most ridiculous story ever. So, we, we had Bill Guerin on in here about a year ago from now. And, the next day I'm at Target and I get a text from PA having you on nine to noon and five be ready. And I'm like, okay, without warning, here we here we go. And we're talking to him and he goes, So you had Bill Guerin. I'm talking to Jack from 10K Takes. He had Bill Guerin at the 10K Takes house, which I have been to, and I'm not gonna lie, I walked into that house. I didn't know if they were gonna domer me and make me their sex slave. And I was like, Where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> that's just which, the way to you know, start. That, but that's like that's like, you know, on brand for PA is to somehow turn Bill Guerin into Jeff Dahmer, but I was yeah. still blown away. Here I am on this massively popular radio station defending why that me and my friends don't have a Dahmer situation happening here in Plymouth. And it was, yeah, the most outrageous thing I think in the KFAN 10 K takes days that will ever occur. I don't see it going past that. Well, but it's, but here's the thing. And uh, for me, when you guys have had me on the first time, I just couldn't make it to your house. Maybe next time what we should do, uh, if if you do choose to ever have me on again, I, I will actually just go to your house. Okay. That would be but huge. Yeah. yeah, especially but, but with this internet situation. <laughs> but but that's the thing, though, is it, it's not like going to your office, right? So, hey, uh, let's go to XYZ Plaza in Bloomington. Uh, hooks a left on 2-1 in Lewis next to Southdale. And and there there we are. Um, it's just your house. Yeah. And 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 that's not that that's a problem. And in today's day and age, you guys have put yourselves out there enough uh, via social media. Um, you can be identified, but it still is just like your house. Yeah. And maybe one of the garage, like one of the sconces on the garage, like it's a little, it's a little a tilt, and it's out or flickering. And the leaves are blowing and that there's like some bird noises. I don't know what kind of neighborhood you're in. Again, that's a whole nother thing. And so um, maybe he is worried a little bit. It may be validly so that that you guys were going to, quote, Dahmer him and make him your sex slave. Yeah. I, I was like, well, we do like to party hardy at this oh, house. But I mean, so. not to the extent that he was. 
that he thought we did. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Did he, didn't he accuse us of having a sex dungeon? Too? Well, no, that's yeah. what he said. He goes, yeah. yeah, they record their podcasts out of their basement like a Dahmer sex dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> he just kept saying it. It's like, oh, like, wow. And then, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so, I mean, it's, no, it's right on brand for PA, but it's funny. Like, I get all these texts of all these, uh, you know, my dad and a ton of his friends were listening, and I'm like, yeah, I just got compared to Jeffrey Dahmer on, <laughs> on live air. So here we are. Well, in, in fairness, though, it, it you know, it, you did try to hand him a waiver immediately after he said that. So that <laughs> probably did make him a little bit uncomfortable. That that NDA, uh, I thought that was standard in today's era. Yeah, but 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 ten K shades of gray. I think, oh, that, God. I think that's oh, perfect. Shit. Oh man, ten K shades of gray when the lights go down at the party house. Everything's up for grabs, yeah, including must... being domered and <laughs> submitted into sex slavery. Yeah, he so. must have been thrown off by the black and white tiled floor we have down here. Oh yeah, all the stripper poles, and also yeah, I no mean, lights. Jake, you kind of look like uh, the actor in the Jeffrey Dahmer thing in the Do face. I? I you, say, you just so. wear my glasses, you'll be good. Yeah. Actually, maybe he saw that. He's like, oh no, Nordo, this ties <laughs> together perfectly. You're watching the draft on Thursday when Grady Dick gets drafted. Tell me, oh, that that's right, look Grady like Dick. He looks just like oh looks yeah, that like dude on what uh, Kansas, yeah. yeah. He'll probably be a top 10 pick. Grady Dick. He's the best shooter in the draft. Too. And he has to have that name, too. Now I'm really wishing we had that first that first round pick so we could graft, graft Grady draft Dick. Grady Dick just for the memes. Yes. Can you imagine the amount Grady of content Dick. we could have to work with with Grady well, Dick the, on the team? Grady the Dick. Dick jersey would be the number one oh, selling yeah, jersey. He would sell so yeah. many Dick yeah. jerseys. That is Dahmer. Yeah. That's, Dahmer. Jeff, that's Jeff Dahmer's son. <laughs> show him to PA. Oh, no. Maybe don't show him to PA because he'll be like, you know what this reminds me of? Yeah, the 10K, 10K the house. 10K they tried to house. Dahmer yeah, me. They know Jeffrey Dahmer there. Yeah, that would come up for sure. Good God. Should we, uh, well, what do we know about dick and can eating can can eating human flesh transition well into the NBA? This is something that they're all talking about on theathletic.com right now. Is That's the can Grady Dick's cannibalism transition to NBA greatness? Yeah. He is he, he has to be a Timberwolf. That's what I'm saying. We got to trade him up. This guy's weird enough trade in, up. in every way that we need to find a way to get this man on the roster. Maybe we trade Cat for him straight up. Fuck it. No. Just, he, uh, just for the bet. He is, like I said, he's the best shooter in the draft that could tie together. Yeah. Shoots him. Yep. I don't care about that. You never know. I don't care about his stats. I just, just care saying. about his looks and his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grady Dick. Yeah. Grady Dick. Should we? Well, um, that to be the key then. If, if he's the best shooter, if he's the best shooter in the draft, he's the three. It's not. Ah, it's not any of that or anything like this. It's got to be something uh, to play into his image. Yep. When he daggers you from 28 feet. Yeah. Or he'll uh, he'll like rip out the opponent's heart and just be like, yeah, act like he goes up to somebody. Yeah. Like, 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 like if you, uh, when you knock a guy down and you stand over him, mm. he'll just like reach down, pretend to pull his heart out. I think just he, should, he should do a Mike Tyson ear bite celebration. Just yeah. go up to the opponent and act like he's biting his ear. Or just yeah. lick him. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like a, Brad that's Marchand. a big Yeah, Brad Marchand. Grady Dick. Grady Dick. All right, well. Well, that's where, uh, that's where what's-his-face Stevenson never went far enough. He blew into LeBron's ear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, ev- the evolution, the only thing you can do from there, just a little... Yep, nibble. <laughs> there yeah. has to be a nibble. Just that's a, a weird sound, by the way. Just my, a just a headphones. Just a I taste. I did not enjoy that. <laughs> little ASMR there we on go. the other there end. We, go. we do that for another hour. Yeah, ASMR. Well, that's where the conversation's going now. So who cares? 
Uh, well, yeah, Nordo, this has been a blast. I think we're going to move into the rapid fire. Uh, if you okay, remember that, we've, cool. we've changed up quite a few questions, though, so don't worry, it's different. Literally every like, question is Literally narrow. every question since you've done it last. We'll see if the internet can hold out for 10 more minutes. It's all we need, Xfinity, mm-hmm. just 10 more minutes, please. Not yeah, a sponsor, by the way. Um, all right, first question. You're on a deserted island. You get to watch one movie for the rest of your life. What is it? Ooh, Big Lebowski, not even close. Great I movie, love that yeah. movie. I've watched it a thousand times. Uh, it's the Coen Brothers' best. Uh, the Big Lebowski. It makes me laugh, and it's uh, it's perfect while I uh, enjoy bliss slash misery deserted on an island. Yeah, which is basically being a Minnesota sports fan, so you're already there. Uh, if you owned a boat, what would you call it? Ooh. Mm. What would I call it? Love boat? <laughs> no, not the love boat. I'm <laughs> I'm super, super boring. It would be, I don't know, uh, arm floaty. Okay. Yeah. Are you a big arm floaties like user or no, it was just a, I so as I as I slowly devolve into fatness, <laughs> I just I was on a pontoon um recently and I just tried on because they put the they put the life jackets in there just in case, but nobody ever puts them on. Let's not pretend that we do. Right. No. They're just they're in there. And I'm like, okay, well, if if we're completely effed here, and and I need a life preserve, I need a life jacket. Let me look, and I ju- it it just wasn't happening, and I was so embarrassed with it. And then I just decided that I need to keep arm floaties uh, on on hand uh, in case things get weird in the water. So I would call my boat arm floaty, okay, in lieu of a more creative word. So you had you yeah. had uh, you had context there. I like it. You know, I just realized. Uh, w- Talking about the Dahmer, you're wearing a hardcore carnivore hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this is if you guys ever get into grilling and stuff like oh, yeah. that, use these sauces and rubs. They're oh, okay. unbelievable. Then I'll take so your word for that's it. That's what it is. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That not, makes a lot not more he, sense. Not human related. Not human right. meat. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Uh, but you could season a human arm. <laughs> it wouldn't taste terrible. It wouldn't taste <laughs> terrible. With the hardcore carnivores, uh, uh, Sauces, yeah, exactly. Advertise, even make human meat taste. Yeah, good. it can make anything taste. Yeah. Good. Oh, you don't need to be a domer to enjoy these disgusting. meats. Yeah, oh, goodness gracious, <laughs> where have we gone? Uh, if your laptop could speak, what would it say? It would say, um, "Don't use me for that anymore." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we moved to the cell phone era. Yeah, yeah. it's okay to yeah. make the transition. Yep. Um, yeah, speaking of Correct. meat, yeah, yes. incognito browser. Yeah, you go. exactly. <laughs> Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? No, it's not. I but I, I don't know what the what uh, what else you would call it. It's like it's its own singular its thing. A hot dog is a hot dog, uh, but it is not a sandwich. No, absolutely not. Uh, if you had to use a fake name, what would it be? Uh, I used when when I did so I did uh, phone sales for a long time, and I had two different ones. I had Seth. Nordquist when I was selling wedding albums uh, at Carlson Craft <laughs> in college. And so, oh yeah, yeah, the Hallmark stores, they loved Seth Nordquist. So <laughs> uh, the second one was Rex Carlton. Rex and Carlton. I did that in a different phone sales I, uh, job I had when I was 17 working for some phone bank down in Mankato. Rex Carlton would be my nickname. I'm very prestigious. Uh, I'm sophisticated. I'm eloquent, and uh, and that would be the fraudulent name that I would use. 
Okay. I'm glad you had experience with it. Um, would you rather go on a darkness retreat or a ayahuasca retreat? Oh, ayahuasca, and it's not close. I don't oh. want to be alone with myself for multiple <laughs> days uh, in the dark and just have to be alone with my own thoughts. That's why I'm drinking an old-fashioned right now. No, absolutely not. It would be ayahuasca. Uh, I would be uh, somewhat dazed and confused uh, for multiple uh, – For I, I guess I don't know how long – that I'm I'm smoked on ayahuasca. Do we have a time frame it's, on that? It's going it to be it's like an eight hour high for hours? sure. Yeah, eight hours. Eight hour. Okay. You, yeah, you spoke very uh, informed on that. Oh, so, Aaron, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. He educated the. No, he I, educated I think, us uh, all. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> no, I I think uh, I I think that I think that the ayahuasca will be would be kind of fun as long as it, it's kind of like. Uh, you know, not that I've ever done this or you guys have done it or ever would, but but I've heard from people that maybe took uh, some mushrooms mm. at one point when they were younger and stupid and they had a much older friend that conned them into doing it. And maybe they took too many and maybe that uh, <laughs> things started melting and <laughs> bricks started coming in and out of the wall and like uh, and the sky, the clouds started racing and and all of those things that if you were in a safe environment, you would really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And so I would say if I was in a very safe enjoyment, just from, again, from other people telling me what they've experienced, right? Um, that I was around people I cared about, I would, I would definitely uh, do the ayahuasca over a darkness retreat. So we did uh we did an edibles episode just you know THC edibles here um for it's a bit and JJ over here got so high he ended up calling the police on himself. <laughs> everything you were describing though felt like everything I was seeing on edibles. Jake, I don't Jake, know why. Jake's got laced somehow. Yeah, he somehow got. I don't know. I was seeing stuff. It was brutal. <laughs> so again, I heard from somebody that they did a bunch of mushrooms with their much older friend. Yeah. And right. their much older friend was supposed to be the person of reason, maturity, of course, and control yeah. in this situation. So this younger person, so I heard, <laughs> is starting to uh, lose grasp of what's happening. But the interesting thing, so I've heard with mushrooms, is that you're there, but everything's just looking really, really weird. Mm -hmm. Things start oozing. And this older friend gets in the younger friend's face and starts pouring bottles of water over his head and asking him <laughs> if he's sweating. Oh and God. he suddenly wants to know if I if 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 this younger person uh, is indeed that person or if they've come from another planet. So you need to be in that safe zone, like yeah, I've said. Goodness. And so uh, I'm not surprised if you're not a big edible guy, Kirk. Uh, that that may have happened, uh, but you were amongst friends. And so just put the phone away, take a breath, and know that at some point uh, it'll be over. Yeah, breaths yeah. didn't exist. He thought, thought he was a threat to society. Yeah. <laughs> My heart was stopped. Arrest me to turn myself <laughs> yeah, in. Seriously. Uh, so you're, just, you're standing in the mirror. You're like, who is this guy? <laughs> I didn't know who it was. He, I didn't know who exists. He sprinted out of our podcast, and he went out to the driveway. We had no clue what he's doing I out there. like, pacing back and forth on the driveway the ground felt like it was shaking i thought an earthquake was happening i don't know what was going on didn't you even call your mom yeah i called my mom first <laughs> and then at one point i wasn't saying anything she's like jake and then i'm like i, I gotta go by yeah so then uh, so then all of a sudden jack gets a text um hey jake is having a hard time please check on him from your mom 
And I was like, yeah, he's fine. Well, like, I remember, like, I, w- I was, like, talking to her on the phone, and then all of a sudden I was on the other side of the driveway. I don't even remember how I got there. And my mom was like, Jake, Jake, uh, uh, I got to go. And then I, like, I don't remember a lot. of. I was not there. It was weird, man, on edibles. Yeah. On 10 milligrams, yeah. Goodness gracious. Uh, really quickly. No, that's 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 crazy. But I, I will say this, that one time. Yeah. This um, young dude. This you young guy. Used, if you've ever used those vape pens, now this is, this is again, outside information. So I'm just yeah. regurgitating this. Right. This is third of course. Person. This, this, studies this was a time. friend. But this yeah. person. Yeah. Let's say he was 36 or 37 years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, lives in the Twin Cities, works for a radio station, etc. Okay. Uh, he has a vape pen with the THC oil, and it gets clogged in the mouthpiece periodically. Yep. So the, the great idea by this person was just to go and suck that thing out of there. Yeah. The problem is, is he sucked out a little bit of the THC oil. Oh. And that oil got lodged, uh, just attached to the back of his throat. He got so high that he thought he was going to stop breathing for about the next six hours. And it, it was the worst experience this person has had uh, getting high in his freaking life. So when the when the mouthpiece is clogged, there are many ways to fix that situation. Do not suck the concentrated THC oil into your throat or you will not sleep that night. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Third yeah. parties. Again, third parties. You yeah. also don't bring that yeah. shit to Russia as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, don't want to be in prison. Really quick, going back to uh, rather doing the darkness retreat or the ayahuasca retreat, I, I did say that if the wolves make it past the first round, I will do the darkness retreat. I'll fly out to Oregon. I'll go to that goofy little cabin that Gobert and Rogers both went to, and I will sit in the darkness and probably just do nothing for three days straight. You got at least five to ten years before that happens. Yeah. So, huh? Eat some, I think they, they serve you various soups. And uh, I don't know what the hell you do other than go crazy. So that's the plan. The plan? Go crazy (laughs) in a darkness retreat. Right. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All all jokes aside, though, don't you? You would have to think, though. I mean, you know, I was at the end of high school by the time I constantly had a cell phone and I constantly had the computer. I think that is a pretty impressive test of personal will. If if you're going to be there... Uh, for 36 hours, 48 hours, several days, whatever it is, uh, to truly, truly work through that. I actually, I think that's kind of impressive. So I'd, I'd rather do the ayahuasca. Uh, but, but again, the darkness retreat in terms of testing your personal will and your, your actual ability to, to truly un, un, uh, detach yourself from technology. That is pretty impressive, man. That that sounds the equivalent of running a marathon. Yeah. Uh, in some ways, mentally, I think. And maybe ESPN would cover my darkness retreat just like they covered Rogers for like five days. So maybe I could they get better. a little publicity for the brand out of it as well. So you might get Fox Nine. You're not getting yeah. <laughs> Fox Nine. Some some guy who lives in Plymouth went on a darkness retreat and you know, that's that's all we got going on around here. So that's that's pretty much it. It's like the middle of August. Well, if if, <laughs> if that's if that's a thing that dominates the news these days, uh, we'd all be blessed, my friend. That's a good I point. Mean, the world would be a better place. The world would be a better place. That's the goal. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. If you were an Olympic athlete, uh, what sport would you compete in? Well, if I, if I was actually in shape, I, I would uh, I would play soccer. That would be that would ultimately be my end. I I was 
I was always, uh, before I, I became a disgusting fat body, I actually did do some sprinting and I was, I was fairly fast. I was never going to win a state meet or anything like that. Never set records. Uh, the sport I was best at was, was playing soccer as a, um, I would say, uh, uh I really want to try throwing a javelin yeah. and Olympic sports. What else could I do? Uh, I'm not doing. I'm not doing uh, a marathon by any stretch. Oh, no, 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 wise. damn Nothing it! It actually requires true effort. Um, I'd love to do uh, Greco uh, Roman Greco uh, Greco Roman wrestling. Uh, that'd be okay. sweet. Yeah, that'd and then Gable be... Stevenson would just murder me. Yeah. So there'd be that. I, I wouldn't meddle, but uh, but I'd be happy to participate uh, in the heavyweight class. Absolutely. But uh, but yeah, any of those. So I'd say I'd say soccer, shot put, javelin, or getting my ass kicked by Gable Stevenson. It's a good. That's a good mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore. That's a that's a core four right there. Uh, what's a first world my problem? Well, yeah, what's a pro- first world problem bugging you at the moment, other than our Wi Fi situation? <laughs> my sprinkler system. Oh, I got I, my my sprinkler system at my house. It's just I, I got an issue with the vacuum breaker that I just paid. Uh, uh, way too much money to fix. And now I got, uh, so I turned on the sprinkler system a week ago, got that fixed, had a plumber out. Everything's great. So when you typically run your sprinkler system, or I I can't speak for you or anybody else that's listening, but we always do it. It starts at 4 a.m. And it ends at about 6.30 a.m. So I actually do not see the thing working. The only thing that I know is I see the remnants of water lining the driveway and the sidewalk. So I'm like, yeah, I th- I'm pretty confident that it was on last night. So I wake up uh, extra early the other day and I'm just standing in the living room, looking out the back window. And there's this freaking geyser in the backyard <laughs> oh, no. that's just spitting water out at 12 feet. It is not sprinkling. It is geysering. It is Lexington steel, freaking <laughs> Peter Northing uh gallons of water into the air this does not look very efficient and so now i realize that i have like six or seven sprinkler heads that i have to fix uh super cheap by the way you just go to fleet farm home depot you get it done uh so i did not do that today that is the first world problem uh that that i am dealing with right now of all things in my life beautiful kids love my gal uh everything's great uh but this GD sprinkler system is pissing me off and all it does is cost me incredible amounts of money because I'm too lazy to physically move a sprinkler around the yard and uh, I got to fix a bunch of sprinkler heads. Yeah, that's a good one. That's especially this time of year, absolutely. Um what is your what would be your strike 3 call if you're in an ump? Ooh. How would you do it? I Well, it's the What's the movie? Is it Saving Silverman, which it, by on its own is not a great movie, but I love the coming to Yeha bit. So it would be come <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And that would be it. Um, be or just watch before if if I was going to be an umpire, um, first of all, I wouldn't take myself so seriously. It would take a lot for you to get ejected from a game that I was umping because I would acknowledge my own inadequacies in some way. I'd still have to be a face of authority. But in the end, I wouldn't mind the conversations. 
wouldn't mind the WWE style theatrics of yeah. sand kicking and, and in the nose and how close can you chest bump without actually chest bumping. I'd actually appreciate those and I'd participate in it. But I would always I would watch Naked Gun before any game that I was behind the plate uh, to uh, to take tips from the late Leslie Nielsen. Uh, maybe get down. You do the do the half splits. Uh, <laughs> oh, do yeah. a little twirl, a little <laughs> dance. Hurrah! Yeah, hurrah! Uh, all of those things. But but yeah, I the, the melodramatics. Uh, if I was a major league umpire, would be uh, borderline obnoxious. It would be it'd be Marlins guy obnoxious. Okay, is what it would be. Uh, with me behind the plate. Well, it makes perfect sense. You're a showman. You know, you get it. You're you're a man of the people. You want you want people to yeah, see I'm, more than I'm just a very the... a very flashy and showy <laughs> person. There's no doubt. Well, if it's a tw- if it's a Twins game, you got to provide some sort of entertainment yeah. because the the team, the team sure is hell yeah. putting it on. And behind home plate too. You're well, on and TV the cool just thing as about much a as Twins the game. I mean, you, you guys mentioned the Twins. The cool thing is, I'd get 14 or 15 opportunities to do a strikeout every single <laughs> yeah, game right. when the Twins were at bat. So I. I'd get a hell of a lot of practice. I would master that shit immediately. Perfect or uh, craft. Get a real. Losing eight to zero, by the way. Oh, oh sweet. God. Great. Fantastic. Good thing, good thing we had a fun conversation rather than watching that shit. We've given up 17 runs the last two games, and we're not even done with this one. That's ridiculous. Pain. We put up three. That's a good, is that good? <laughs> is that good? <laughs> it's more than runs that I put up in my major league career. Yep. Asshole. Good so, There we go. But you're also not getting paid half a billion dollars. So. I'm not. Not no, yet. No, not, clear. Not, not yet, yet though. Not yet. You never know. Never know, but it'd be cooler if you were actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be cooler if I was. Got to get into gaming. Well, yes. uh, well, Nordal, it's been a blast. Thanks so much, man, for coming on. Despite uh, our ups and downs with the internet, I think the lesson learned from this one is we need to go get a new extender yeah, and get you in studio next time. Yeah, yes. I, th- I think I like that solution a little better. We will not dommer you. No, promise. It's no dommer. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then I'm less likely. To. <laughs> uh, but. No, no. Honestly, I, I love you guys. Love what you're doing. I had a blast talking too. So, uh, but next time and all jokes is you know no jokes. We we talked about it before we went on air. I I had some internet issues uh, as well. So we're we're trying to rock the suburbs here. We're trying to do this. Uh, but next time we should definitely do it in person. But I always have a good time with you guys. You guys are great. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. We'll definitely have you back on in the fall once we uh, once we have more to talk about than uh, Chinese badminton and uh, Korean baseball. The yeah. LG the LG Twins. I'm tell I'm telling you, Micheletti, yeah. he's your guy. Okay? Parlay Pat he is Parlay Pat. Your your path to financial freedom goes <laughs> through Pat Mick two six two six on Twitter. It's oh not NFTs. It's 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 Parlay Pat. Yeah, I'm gonna get all my money off Chinese baseball. Yeah, looking forward to all right. it. All right, cheers, gentlemen. Awesome. All right, Thank thanks, Nordal. Talk to you soon, folks. People are always asking us, how are we legally sports betting in the state of Minnesota? Well, even though the government hasn't legalized it yet, there is a way to do it in many other states beyond Minnesota as well. And it's called the Better Edge app. And if you don't know what Better Edge is, it is a legal online social betting marketplace. You can hang out with all your friends, talk about your picks, fade your friends, do all that stuff. You can find us on there. You can follow 10K on there. You can join public or private betting competitions, especially when things like playoffs are around. You can also go on there and send direct head-to-head challenges to your friends and other people on there. You know, if you're in an argument with someone about a certain pick, tell them to put their money where their mouth is, send them a request, head-to-head straight up. And finally, you can place all these bets, such as the spread over under money line at their current market prices. So make sure to go to www.betteredge.com. And when you sign up, use promo code 10K, that's 10K as a promo code. With that, you get $20 
Once you verify your ID, once again, that's BetterEdge, B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com, promo code 10K when you sign up and verify your ID to get a free 20 bucks. Turn that 20 bucks into into a billion if you're if you're good enough at it. You know, no one's stopping you. The sky's the limit. Once again, better edge promo code 10K at sign up. We'll see you on there. All right. Welcome back, folks. Awesome interview with Nordo as always. Always a great person to have on the show. A lot of insight into Minnesota sports, but let's end with drafting the guys you would most want on your side in a fight. So uh, we're just going to do it. Three, three picks each, uh, and we'll have Jake run through the sound effects. I also know that Jake might be coming up with more options because he thought we could add fictional characters into this. Yeah, yeah I threw in all fictional characters. That's just how I... I think of these kind of questions as the fun, like, bar or, like, party trivia kind of questions. So, like, when I hear guys on your side, like, I'm thinking of, like, movies or TV shows or fictional side of things. So It's like, still fun if you were talking about real people. Yeah, too, I, right? I know. I, totally. I just, that's how I'm like, thinking Like, you want it. the blue-eyes dragon from Yu-Gi-Oh! on your side. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's a, oh, it's a, what about number one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about Eric Darth Gorman? Vader, bro? No, not Darth Vader. Uh, he's old now. He's washed. You're right. He's Arnold washed. Schwarzenegger, he's the washed. Terminator. He's washed. You see when they took that mask off him? That wasn't the beautiful. Oh, he's busted. Yeah, that bro. wasn't that beautiful Anakin that we knew before. So we're trying to do more like, uh, more so like, not necessarily like actors, but like, uh, it could like be an actor, athletes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like for example, I think a really good pick, like The Rock, that like, he'd be yeah. a good pick, right? In a corner exactly. in a fight, right? Because yeah. he's actually a big guy mm-hmm. who just plays big guys in movies. Yeah. So he's a yeah. I All get right. it. Let's do it. All right. So. Ding ding do 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 ding ding. With the first overall pick and the guys you would pick to be on your side in a fight, Wag selects. I'm gonna go with the Diaz brothers, Nick and Nate Diaz. Uh, they are some of the most OG hardcore MMA fighters around. Everyone knows about Nate Diaz and his uh, two fights with Conor McGregor. Conor still claims there's gonna be a trilogy, but we'll see about that. But yeah, Nick and Nate. And the best thing is, when you're done fighting people with Nick and Nate, you can smoke weed with them afterwards. So that's why I'm gonna choose them. They are badass. They are. They can't. They don't speak the best, but no. <laughs> but, but you know, you know, you're not talking in a fight, right? <laughs> All right, that makes sense. All right, mm. they're UFC guys. All right, they dun, are. Dun, yep. Nope. Uh, ding ding do 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 ding do with the second overall pick in the guys that you would pick to be on your side in a fight draft. Boss man selects Mike Tyson. Oh, that's I know he's older now, but that guy can still punch. He's still fighting probably because he's already broke again. Um, and that's why boxers never really truly retire. But Mike Tyson, the champ, he uh, knocked out Allen in the hangover pretty good. That's a fictional one. Fictional scene done from a real person. Um, but Tyson, we got a signed picture of him upstairs. Mm-hmm. He's always protecting the hosts. That's why we have him there. Um, but yeah, I got Tyson. And he's been fighting more recently, too. So yeah, good pick. Yep. Ran out of money, so he's fighting again. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike Tyson. The champ. You gotta love it's flippily. You gotta, you gotta love that, dude. All right. Ding, 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 With the third overall pick in the guys you'd pick to be on your side in a fight, I myself, JJ, selects in the third overall pick Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. I'd still pick him. I'd still pick the guy. He looks still looks like a badass. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. He just has such a, a portfolio of great movies. He's done his like own stunts. He's a strong dude. I still think even like in his mid to late seventies, he could still kick somebody's ass. Uh, being he was like the Terminator and shit, and played like yeah, and then played that character in, in Predator. I I would I pick Arnold Schwarzenegger to be on my side any day of the week. I agree. It's my guy. His story is unreal too. He goes from 
immigrant to what mr what, what what's the word called mr world strong man yeah the strong whatever oh, yeah. mr, mr. universe la yeah. la beach yeah but isn't yeah. mr universe i think is, yeah. is what he went all the time he went from that to becoming an actor went from an actor to becoming a politician like and he started all he was born in austria so it's yeah. crazy the story austria yeah it's beautiful beautiful story yeah american dream with the fourth overall pick in the guys you would want in your side draft cam selects uh this might be controversial controversial i'm gonna go with god you're gonna want god on your side right easy yeah if you have god on your side it's well then you're done should win he's the creator of the entire universe you think he can just destroy anything he wants yeah yeah then you win you're good and that counts okay tell me right now that god's not real well, no, but is he a, is he a person is, walking the earth today? Is yeah. he a guy? He's whatever you want it to be. You never said it had to be a guy. You said it could be a girl too. Whatever you is think he a is. human being living on earth right now? Is he, is he a Allegedly. single? Is he a single gender? What, 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 okay, name the human being he who's walking have, he the earth right now. He doesn't have to be living now. right now. Yes, yeah, because we're not choosing dead people to fight with, are we? Well, I thought we. I thought that was an option too. I thought it was just like how badass they were in their time. No, because uh, they're choosing old Mike Tyson and old Arnold. They both said, even though they're old, oh. I'd still choose them. Well, I'll go fuck myself. Oh, okay. That'd be great. Because literally the rest of my list is fucked. <laughs> so what? You had you just G- put Jesus God. Christ as number two. No. Moses is number three. God is Hitler an is four. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping God Hitler and Mussolini and Stalin. <laughs> you, can't, you can't take God off. Sure. Uh, well, that's whatever, fine. Whatever. That's fine. <laughs> go for it. If, if Jesus is walking the earth today and we could see him and talk to him, I'd, I'd, I'd accept that answer. But hey, we, we can go with it. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll allow it. I'll, I'll change my other ones, though. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. All of our lists are fucked because no one can be God in the end. <laughs> we, we really struggled with the criteria on this we one. We did. I well, you know what? I don't, what? Think, we had no, I don't think we're actually competing. It's, it's for fun. Oh. It's for fun. We're competing on this Twitter is the one every time Friday Jake's been when on the my side, and I love it. Believe me, there will be people that will not agree with Cam's. Well, you guys oh, are yeah, the, you guys sure. are the same, you know, wavelength mentally. So yeah, it, but he will not. People won't agree with his list. I guarantee it. No. Don't I, especially agree with on any Twitter. of our list. Yeah. All right. Dean, 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 with the fifth overall pick in the people or guys that you would be on. You would or pick gods. Pick, or gods that you'd want on your side. Wake selects. Zeus. No, no, Poseidon. no. <laughs> I'm going to go with Daniil Hunter, man. He is built like a fucking brick house. The biggest arms I've ever seen. If anyone, if you could see anyone in person and still think they had photoshopped arms, it would be Daniil Hunter. Defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings, obviously. And uh, yeah, dude, I would just imagine how scary he would look with you and your, with him in his corner, right? So No, Jake and I have met him before at a, at a yeah. bar. He's fucking massive. Yeah, and he's like soft-spoken and nice, which is crazy. And very but, yeah. quiet, quiet, yeah. very quiet person. Yeah, which... what, he's like the... The mantra like speak softly but carry a big stick he could grab yeah. my hand and my head with his hand yeah, he could he could grab both of our and he could just do like uh like a crane machine yeah <laughs> like th- those what are those workouts mm. that people do with the shoulders no i know what you're saying i don't know what it's called but it yeah. just could be with both jake and i yeah yeah and yeah. just and Fly, then proceed uh, to just smash throw where you throw where you throw it up. Um, I haven't been to a gym since college yeah. i don't know what I'm <laughs> cam you're a gym guy now you have all no, the protein yeah you have the creatine upstairs I hate this well, episode. Well, well, no, but what? Don't you know that workout? If you have been to the gym legitimately, do you know that, what that workout is called? Is deadlifts or what? A, it, well, it's not, oh, dead, it's no. not deadlifts. I, that's what I. Th- that's where I thought. Power you were clean. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power. He'd like break our necks yet. when he. Yeah, that's fucking, a thing. Yeah, hit me in the Adam's apple. All right, all right. Ding, 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 With the second overall pick, any guys that you would want in your side in a fight. Bossman selects. Ryan Reeves. Damn it. I actually thought that was going to be your first pick. I already started. It was going to be. (laughs) I already started typing it out. Oh. 
Fuck. Then you went with God. <laughs> Who I'm a big God guy. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't, I, it doesn't I still sound like you. It. No, I'm a huge God guy. I just don't know if it fits. We're, like the graphic is fucked. Now. Next time, yeah. no, it's not. You're gonna what, win. You, you have, have the creator of no. the universe. I, I, I disagree. I say I think uh, there's gonna be people that are gonna disagree with this. There list. will be. Uh, okay. Next time we do a draft, it. we need to type in criteria on the sheet. Because that is the one thing I saw on the sheet, and I've been thinking about this all day. But even uh, yes, so I was like, <laughs> even before even before we started this, we're all like, yeah, it has, it has to be a person. And you, you never you, said you really... living, but you said there has to be God, a person well, that's God, not God fictional. Is, God, is, God living, is not fictional, and God is very much living. I would. He's say. not walking yeah. on the earth right, right now. Can you correct. point and say, hey, there's See, God that, over that, there in the that, corner? That's more sub criteria though that you can, can take you, that into. Can you can you point and say, hey, there's John Cena? No, because you can't see him. Ah, uh, no, actually, you can, and he follows us on Twitter. He does follow us. <laughs> Are you sure about that? I love that meme. <laughs> but, um, yeah, back to it though. Revo, uh, obviously one of the best fighters in hockey. Um, he had some not so great fights this year, but it's gotten so. Te- I feel like hockey fighting has gotten so technical. You guys remember that one fight that Billy G had back in like the early two thousands, where him and another guy were punching each other, just throwing no blocking. hard as they can. Yeah. Like he would win a fight like that with anybody else. If, but now there's so much technique. Like mm-hmm. Reeves trains as like does boxing in the in the off season. Yeah. Like trains. The only issue with that is you're going to get some of these more technical fights, and it's going to look like real boxing. But I still think Revo could take anyone toe to toe. Whenever I think of uh, Revo fighting, I think of him just giving it to Marcus Foligno. And what was that? The first first game, game, of, first the game of the year last year. Yeah. I remember watching. I was like, I hate that fucker. Moves. And then, I know. Then he becomes he joins our team, and boom, it was he's the like best our favorite it was, player. It was the best storyline of the year. Cam owns his jersey now, for fuck's sake. So yeah, we love yep. Revo here. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, that I got, took him two months to get. Yep, I got Revo. Yeah, that's right. It did take him a couple yeah, months. Then he, had to walk, then he had to wear it in the airport because you locked him mm-hmm. out. I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't his fault. He was drunk. I, I was very I, drunk. That's like that somehow sneaks its way into every episode. Yes. It's like, <laughs> All right, uh, let's, let's let's move on. All right, move on. Okay, ding ding do 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 ding ding with the third overall pick in the guys you'd want on your side in a fight draft. I, myself, JJ Select, Joe Biden, because he would use psychological warfare and whatnot. I'm just joking. No, Jesus I'm not going Christ. there. I thought... Um, no, no, no. But in a way, because no. he doesn't know how to speak, so... Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's truth. Uh, anyway, I will pick... Uh, uh, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. Fuck it. Oh, oh, oh no. Actually, scrap that. Are you Should fighting I... for Cole's cash? No, you maybe. Uh, scrap that. Bill Guerin. Okay, yeah. that's a lot more respectable. You literally just Bill Guerin. said three guys. <laughs> well, Joe Biden was clearly a joke. Kirk Cousins was kind of like I was thinking about it, but that doesn't make a lot of sense, even though I love Kirk Cousins. Top five, sure. Man, I would have him at five. But We just allowed him to revoke his pick. Uh, okay, should I go with Kirk no, Cousins? No, no, you're good. I like the Bill Guerin pick. <laughs> that makes pick. a lot of sense because he was a tough guy when he played, and whenever I think of Bill Guerin, I think of him in uh, training camp just bringing his stick down on another guy's head when he was getting in his face. So. Yeah, and I still see him when, whenever we talk to him. You still get that tough guy. You know, you He can, can get still. He could still throw fists yeah. with anybody. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm convinced the uh, the the man may leave the fight, but the fight will never leave the part, man. Part 100%. of and part of fighting isn't necessarily the physical aspect; it's the mental and and getting in people's heads and and how you talk and speak. And I feel like he knows how to intimidate people, and he knows how to be like the the bigger man in a conversation. Yeah. So. Uh, so I just I look at him. Billy G. Look at him when he's talking to this the press in general. It's like he wants to fight the press half the time. I know. Yeah. And he doesn't care either. He's not. He's not intimidated. So that's. The, the best elements you could have in a fighter and someone to be on your side. So I'd have Bill, Billy G on my side. Second pick. Beautiful. Yep. No more commentary. Moving on. No, All right. No. Ding, ding, With the fourth, or excuse me. Uh, I think I've been fucking this up because I've been thinking of rounds. Yeah, you have been. All right. Uh, so with the now eighth 
right? Eighth overall pick in the guys you would want on your side in a fight draft, producer camp selects. I'm going with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Great pick. Not only will he put you into a coma, but he will also drink beer over your dead grave. And he will not care. No. He's he's a fucking badass. Probably my favorite wrestler ever, and I'm not like... I used to be into wrestling hard, but he's he's the best. And he could still beat ass. I guarantee it. Yeah. Oh, he totally could. I, I think I've seen a video of him recently, like... He's older, obviously, but like he could. St- I mean, when you have a career like that, you're not gonna yeah. ever lose your strength until you are literally dead yourself. So, yep. Woo! That's uh, Ric Flair, but <laughs> same concept. It's fine. All right, moving on. Ding ding do 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 ding ding. With the ninth overall pick and the guys that you would pick to be on your side in a fight draft, Wag selects. I'm gonna go with Brock Lesnar, a South Uh-oh. Dakota boy who grew up wrestling and ended up wrestling for the University of Minnesota, won national championships, and then he joined the WWE and was a Viking for a short time. Um, again, if you, all you got to do is look at Brock Lesnar and you know that he is someone you want in your corner for a fight. Well, he's like 300 pounds of pure muscle, giant, and on top of that. An elite of the elite wrestler. So, yeah, Brock Lesnar all day. And the Minnesota angle is cool. He, whenever he fought in the UFC. Oh, I left that out. He was a UFC fighter, too. Yeah. Um, uh, he, whenever he fought in the UFC, um, they always had him announce that his uh, place that he was fighting out of was Minneapolis, Minnesota. So He's that was a local guy. Key. Exactly. I love that. He's a Canadian now, though. Yeah. He's my fifth cousin. We lost him to the, we lost him to the fire side. <laughs> we did. But, hey, this, if uh, we're going to lose him to anywhere, at least we lost him to Canada. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he moved after January 6th. <laughs> at least it's yeah. not Russia. Yeah, true. All right. Dun, 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 dun. With the 10th overall pick in the guys that you would pick to be on your side in a fight draft, Boss Ben Salax. Israel Adesanya. He's uh, ranked the number one striker in the UFC in, in many lists. Uh, he has a lot of TKOs, a lot of KOs. Uh, he's, yeah, you want guys who can punch, right? I mean, he can do all the other shit too because he's good at everything, but mm. uh, he's, would you say he's the best striker? Him or uh, I'm seeing a lot of Steven Thompson. Yeah, Wonder Boy. He's like a karate guy. But yeah, yeah I mean, uh, Israel Adesanya, just because uh, he's had like 200 kickboxing fights before he even joined the UFC. Yeah. So he has so much experience. Yeah. So that's a guy I want to be on my side in a fight. A thousand percent. Yes, he'll fuck you up. Didn't he fuck me in that parlay in Vegas? Wasn't that him? Um, who was he fighting? He was on oh, the yeah, t- yeah. He was he fighting was a title fight. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. He's fighting Pereira. I, I yeah, guess it was uh, very close, though, from it, what we were following. It was. We watching any Dick. sports books. Uh, well, he, uh, it's fine. He, it's funny, because he's lost to this guy like three times at kickboxing and once in MMA. So they're going to have a trilogy in MMA. Yeah, but, soon. but we hit plus 190 on, uh, what's his name? That Justin Gaethje. Yeah, Gaethje. Gaethje. Yeah. That was a big one. That was a big one. All right. Yeah. You just made fun of how Joe Biden talks. Yes, I do. But that was on purpose. That was intentional. I don't know if it was, though. The 11th pick with the 11th. Oh, shoot. With the 11th overall pick in the guys that you'd pick to be on your side draft, I, myself, JJ selects Jackie Chan. Oh, that's a solid one. I, 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 that was, I was thinking that as a like uh, fictional. I'm like, wait, no, that's his name, and he that's actually, an actual and he actually yeah, does mar- like he's actually does like all that shit in real life. Like yep. he did his own stunts. So I would totally have Jackie Chan on my side, even to this day, even though he's older. Again, I have Arnold Schwarzenegger and him, so my list probably doesn't hold up uh, compared to your list. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Jackie Chan. I think he's uh, has fantastic moves and could uh, kick anyone's ass still, except yeah. God. Yeah, I was gonna say Jack, he's no God, but he God he can is just lit. throw a hurricane or some Vikings. Out. Yep, exa- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know, Jackie Chan. Might, I don't know. That might be close. We'll Chuck. see. We'd have, just have to see. Holy shit! There's one that we've massively missed yeah, so far. You just said but it. then again, it's, it's okay, more, well, I think well, it's more fiction. We'll get into it. Yeah. 
Cam. We'll get into Cam, it. In a second, Cam's got right? one more. Wrap pick, it up. With the last pick in the guys that you would pick to be on your side during a fight draft, Cam selects. Uh, I've been torn between the guy that Jack almost just mentioned and a different one. I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Chuck Norris. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! How did we miss that? That's what I'm saying. I, that should have been a first overall but pick. But like, is he actually a tough guy in he's, real life? He's or a is black he a belt tough actor. He's a black okay. belt. No, he he is Sudo, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and Judo. Yeah. Okay, so he is a tough guy. In real totally life. tough guy. The only he's reason you have minus beast. points is uh, the age, right? He's 83. But, but Chuck when, Norris, he's 83. Yeah, when you search him, though, he comes up as an American martial artist. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't know he was 83. I'm still taking him. The age is afraid of Chuck Norris. Yeah. Death is afraid. That, that, yeah, I love Norris. the Chuck Norris jokes growing yeah. up too. Death, no, yeah, uh, Ch- death is afraid of Chuck Norris. I love yeah, that. Yeah, like oh, what was it? Chuck Norris went to the Virgin Islands, and it was just called the Islands. It's just shit like that were the best jokes growing up. I was gonna my the one I was torn with was between him and Kurt Angle. Oh yeah, it's Kurt cool. Angle is a certified American badass. Yes, yeah, Olympic but, champion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honor will mention uh, the guy who plays the mountain in Game of Thrones. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's also a Vikings fan, by the yeah, way. Yeah, people don't know it. he's from Ice. Is he from Iceland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, thought Kevin Garnett. He's so competitive. I think he'd yeah. probably be good in your corner. True, <laughs> Kevin Garnett. I was thinking of like Rambo, so I was. I know. Sylvester Stallone. He would have been Rambo. Would have been on my list if this was like if we were including fictional for sure. But Sylvester Stallone in general, I think, is still. He's still a fucking huge dude. Let's make sure to just do it. We can do a fictional one of these in the future. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah, yeah The Rock the is Rock. a great one. Uh, Marcus Foligno, honestly. I had, on I had Foligno on my list as well. Harrison I Smith. Had, before we... I found out that it you could, they couldn't be dead, because I didn't know that. I had Kimbo Slice, and then I had uh, Derek Bugard. Yeah, no, Derek oh, Bugard. Solid ones. Yeah, and, you just chose an all-dead list, bro. Any, anyone and God. Anyone yeah. who fought in World War II? Yeah, the real heroes, for sure. Yeah. Mark um, Wahlberg. All of America. There's a lot of, like, we we left off, what, Francis Ngannou, heavyweight champion, you know. Uh, He's G- the one who punches really hard, too, Yeah, right? but they, they say that his punch is like getting hit by a Ford Focus going 60 miles per hour Jesus or something Christ. like that. Um, I, I thought another good one would be GSP, obviously, and then Nas Reed. Let's throw Nas Reed in Nas there. Nas Reed, yeah, 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 he's seven feet tall. He, about, would, he, he would definitely fuck some people up for it. What you. about Chris Jericho? <laughs> you I just should. made the list. You just made the list. What about uh, Jaden McDaniels? He had, mm. he has a knockout against the wall, though. <laughs> he does. Well, then I think the wall won. Yeah, the wall. Well, well at this point, we got to add Rudy to the list, right? Yeah, Rudy Gobert, because <laughs> he's actually throwing punches. As long as you need someone in a fight against a teammate, you take Rudy Gobert with you as Ten well. I'm surprised. And no one, uh, Draymond Green. Yes. I'm surprised no one actually talked about Dean Evason. He throws punches. I think I think the age is maybe the yeah. only minus factor. But he's, you're right. He's a suit now, Jake. He's he's gotten uh, soft. He has a he has a scary face. I would you know? I, I don't I don't want them to fight, but I would pay heavy amounts of money to watch Garen versus Dino one v one. And they want to do what it about this in their primes though. Both in their primes. In their primes that, yeah. NHL days. Yeah. That'd be a good fight. Maybe throw uh, Felino in there too and make yep. it like a three way <laughs> fight like they do in professional. It's like wrestling. one of those mythical like Superman versus Batman matchups. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's what Jake thought the draft was going to be. <laughs> yes. Well. <laughs> I I didn't have any superheroes on that list. Really? Uh, no. We'll save it. We'll save it now. Save it you now, have yeah. future picks. I, I, for... when, when I was thinking of from the fictional, I'm like, I'm not going to include superheroes. That's too obvious. Yeah. You got to go look way more specific I, than that. I did. Have... I, I don't think those lists would do well on. Twitter. I did have Rocky on my list because he won yeah. every fight I've ever watched him in. Yeah. Rocky Rambo. Well, uh, he lost to Mr. T. He's lost, and he lost to Apollo Creed in the first movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so he's got two but losses. adversity. Yes, diversity. He's oh, got diversity. Yeah, we should, someone should have thrown Dolph Lundgren on their list too. <laughs> if Dolph he Lundgren dies, would be good. If he does, he does. The Karate Kid, but that would be fictional. Yeah, unless you think they actually anyone do that. in an action movie ever. Okay, yeah. there you go. 
Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon. John Wick. Oh, and then uh, uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Die oh, Hard. Uh, oh, oh, we can just go on for yeah, hours, this, dude. Uh, <laughs> Fast and Furious, Clint Dominic Eastwood. Toretto. Uh, I almost oh, yeah, actually picked yeah. Clint Eastwood even at age of 90. What, is, what is his name? Who? Dominic Toretto in Fast and Furious. Uh, Vin Diesel? Yeah, Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> this is Vin Diesel. Also, uh, a.k.a. the Iron... He plays the voice of the Iron Giant. You never seen the Iron Giant? Growing up, the animated movie? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh. Yeah, very, very very sad, but also very, very good. All right. Well, folks, that just about (laughs) does it for another episode of It's a Bit. Remember to sign up for the 10K Invitational, listen to our K-Fan show on Saturdays at 2, and go to our shop for the latest Twins and 10K merch. And while you're on our website, read some of our blogs. We've been putting out a lot of good golf stuff, a lot of good UFC stuff, betting. Just go to 10ktakesmn.com to do that. And you can listen to our other podcasts on the Listen tab. And finally, just make sure to follow us on all the socials, 10K Takes, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Thank you guys again for supporting us and listening to another episode of It's a Bit, and we'll see you next week.